Okay, here we go, everyone. Mm. Everyone ready? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. <laughs> <clears throat> do we get intro music? <laughs> Hello and welcome to our new D and D stream. So we're a group of LARPers plus Matt, <laughs> who, like all things semi-geek related, so decided to do our own D and D stream. Um, we've decided to theme us slightly differently because I'm in charge. <laughs> um, and I wanted to do a horror D&D for a while. Um, mainly I like it, and I've not really seen any others that were really got it, I don't think. So hopefully we can scratch that itch and do it. So we've already done a level zero, um, which has put our party in not the nicest of positions. <laughs> and we'll jump straight into it. Can you pass me a D6? I'm missing a D6. Thank you. You all find yourself in one way or another in the middle of the mist woods. This large, relatively tamed woods to the outskirts of it. But some of you know better than others, as you get to the middle of these woods, it gets considerably wilder. Um, you are near the town of Daggerford. Um, this fortified town with an outer wall and inner keep um, lying on a river not too far away from Waterdeep. You're all called here for various different reasons. Ultimately, those reasons have now changed. For in the night, you heard howls. Howls that grew and got closer to the town. Some of you, unfortunately, were out of the town already. Others had the sense to go out and explore what was going on. And unfortunately, what was going on was werewolves. But now you find yourself in a much better situation. A situation surrounded by friendly, singing musical gypsies. And they're cut. And that's where we'll begin. The gypsies have made a circle around this large wagon. Very well painted. The paint on it looks quite fresh. There is a little bit of mud on the wooden wheels, but the different spokes all bright different colours. You can see six very large pack horses, no longer tethered to it, but they've still got their blinkers on. And the gypsies, the majority of them, have different musical instruments. The sort of musical instruments you could imagine, the sort of classic gypsy playing. Some fiddle types, some lute, some flutes variety of different instruments and this haunting tune spreads out through the forest red towards the outside of outskirts of their camp you are sort of at the edge of the light which they have almost where this mist comes and meets this light it'd be very unusual for this mist to be here at this time of year um, whether it's natural or unnatural you're not sure um, but it is definitely an unusual mist for this time of year. You can hear in the distance the howls, not the howls of wolves or dogs or packs or anything like that, but the howls of werebeasts. Large, deep, long howls. 
and they come from lots of different directions, majority of which, um, Red, you would know definitely, and Johnny, um, the sort of southwest, which is towards the town. You're maybe four miles away from the town at the moment. Gabriel, you come to a shock. The last thing you'd seen was heading straight in at flight speed towards perhaps, no, definitely the largest werewolf that you have ever seen. As it calmly, in mid-stride, swerved and swatted. Give me a will save to see if you yelped out or not. That is the greatest star. Got it. Got it. Nice. Shot. Well, I'll re-roll this one. Uh, that will be a nine. So that's a fail. So you do. You yelp yeah. out. Yeah. The last thing you see is this huge paw magnified because you're looking through your familiar's eyes yeah. as it simply swats you as you jump. Lost for breath for a second as your heart stops in your chest takes you a moment to come back to reality and realise that it wasn't you that that's just happened to. That definitely felt like it. The music dies down slightly and you see an older gentleman, long, flowing clothes belted to him in various places, these sort of classic hero pants made of multiple panels of different coloured material. Big flowy shirt with big arms, leather waistcoat, slightly open, showing a bit of chest hair. He's perhaps maybe 60s, maybe 70s, a weather-beaten face. This is a man who has lived outside his whole life. His skin, for someone who's lived outside, isn't as deep tanned as you probably would have seen, and Constance, you especially. Um, Hesia, you're probably used to seeing a lot of travellers yeah. coming and going and a lot of them if they're not wearing hats are going to get some bleached from it. He kind of stands in the centre and just starts to push his hands down, pipe in his mouth, small. Good, 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 good. Well done everyone, well done everyone. As he looks to one of the gypsies, who's still quite loud. As again, the fiddler starts to get a little bit quieter and they start to slow the pace of this music drops down slightly. He looks to you in his camp. On nights like this, all are welcome. We turn no soul away. My name is Staranir, as he bows quite low, quite theatrically, for a man of his age. I am a Vastani. He looks at your faces to see if that rings any bells. Probably not with any of you. Um, the others, now some of the others who are playing, stop all together. There's only maybe a fiddler and someone on a flute still playing. Welcome, come, come in, come in. 
Load up the fire. There's a couple nod. A younger one, it's quite obvious. His son, or definitely of his blood, maybe grandson, looking considerably younger. Similar facial structure, again, quite thin, longish face. He nods to him. Well done, father, well done. I do not think they shall return. No, 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 yes. I hope you're right, yes. Come, friends, come, come to the fire. We have stew for you. Okay, does everyone want to give a brief description of what they look like? You're in the dark. It is perhaps 11, 12 at night in a misty wood. The only light source you've got, unless you've got your own, is their fireplace. They have a small lantern on the back and front of their wagon and a light coming from inside the wagon, but the doors are shut. And then that's about it. That's all the light sources that are here. Gabriel, shall we start with you, sir? Uh, five foot five, uh, about 135 pounds, 75 pounds, should I say. Um, Well-traveled in a leather, almost in a leather trench coat. Um, looks like he's dressed for moving from place to place um, and not really staying still as much. He comes out and grips your hand. He's coldish hands. From looking at him up close, you would maybe say 70, maybe. Welcome, come, come, come. You're all friends of the Vastani tonight. As he looks over to you. Come. Um, Constance is a six foot two, 20 stone, so 300 pound. Half orc with rippling muscles under a layer of chainmail with a tabard on top um, with the sigil of the Church of Tyr, uh, the God of Justice, so weighing scales with a warhammer underneath. Uh, and she wears a wimple covering any hair that she may have um, and carries a warhammer and a shield. What was the insignia so on the front? The, of the shield thing? is a gauntleted hand halfway up a blade. Is he? Grips your hand, well, more probably front few fingers. Oh, welcome, come, come. In the distance, you hear a <laughs> and then another one. They seem to be further away than they were. See, so nods over to you. Um, so, Hesia is a tiefling, about five foot, uh, sort of dark red, coppery kind of skin. Um, sort of the classic sort of almost like devil horns um, and a uh, long sort of tail with the point at the end. Uh, she's dressed in sort of plain black nondescript clothes. She normally has sort of like a, a scarf around the lower half of her face, very sort of classic highway robber, but obviously she's just been swatted to pieces by a werewolf, so that's all a bit ragged. The scarf's come loose, a lot of, you know, tattered cloth, looking a bit of a mess, basically. Did you shake his hand? Yes. As you do. After a pause, like a sizing he makes, up. He makes direct eye contact with you for a little bit longer than you notice the others. Yes, welcome. 
We have to roll for a successful handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Wet. Not too. Can't pop them. No one wants a yeah. handshake. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, anyway, um, you see. Also, traveling, he stays quite close to you. Male dwarf, quite a long beard. If he was human, shortish for dwarfish terms. So it sits about this kind of distance on him. Short black cropped hair coming down to it, a bit scraggly leather armour underneath it. Three quarters quote cloak, black on one side. You can see in the light a sort of deep red on the other. A couple of daggers, which you can see definitely on him, and a hand crossbow hanging down. Biggish nose and his eyes peering out. And alas. Don't you be trusting any of these fuckers, you hear me? Fucking one there. As he kind of comes quite close to you and is just eyeballing Constance. You hear me? I hear you. Sooner we can get the fuck out of here, the better. Oh, thank you for your hospitality. <laughs> As he puts on a big smile and makes his way over. Does a double hand grip on the tall gypsy. <laughs> I am Jakul Velthorn. I am a seven foot uh, silver uh, dragonborn. <laughs> and uh, I'm about 280 pounds. I have like light blue eyes and wearing like a very crisp well, was quite crisp, grey uh, gray and white cloak with some red trim, um, and well, robes, and with uh, my uh, scale mail underneath. Um, a little bit worse for wear, wearing uh, some shackles, as I was unjustly accused. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a um, half-terrified lady that I'm dragging along with me, or girl, I suppose. He... <laughs> Uh, Stonier shakes your hand still, yeah. eyes up the shackles. <laughs> All are welcome here tonight, friend. Or, yes. Well, tonight you are friends of the Vastani. What's the Vastani? He kind of looks at you all. Oh, perhaps you need a story. Come to the fire, welcome. Again, you hear this other howl in the woods, That's followed by another and another as they kind of echo each other. Seems that the werewolves have spread out again. They're yeah. not all around the town. Some do come from deeper within the woods. Do you go in? I'm still in wild shape, aren't I? I think. I oh, you How are, yes. much time has passed? Yeah, no, you would still be. You I'm still, still in wild shape. So currently, you just see a very large wolf <laughs> hanging out on the out right at the edge of the, the light. Suppose with several of the wolves next to it, sort of. And there's only one wolf with you at the moment. Oh, is it only one? Okay, yeah, so you have split. Okay, cool. So just one of the wolf. Um, They've gone to ground. Probably going to edge slightly further in, but very tense. Yeah. Like eyes and ears moving all over the place, but just right at the edge of the light and just okay. plunk down. Um. Horses and wolves notoriously do not get on, and you would be aware of this. Mm. One of these large pack pulling horses turns and just eyeballs you, looks away, ears mm. don't even point at you, 
it gives precisely zero fucks. Cool. That's very right useful. There. This is their well-trained horses, to, mm. especially they've, they've either been around wolves or well-trained. Mm. Or both. Well you can see now a lot of the other um, Vistani have made their way in towards the fire. There's a little bit of chit-chat. They weren't perfectly calm, but they were calmer <coughs> than you. Um, you can see they seem a little bit relaxed. You can see this Starinir and the younger Starinir, who hasn't introduced himself, going around and making sure that everyone's okay and having very, very quick words with each one. And then they start getting some food done. Um, there's also one other person traveling with you. She kind of looks distraught, wearing what would probably be a nice town dress of modern persuasions and modern fashion, slightly ripped. One of the shoulder harnesses ripped off completely as she's kind of holding one side of it up. Quite long, you would have seen quite a few ladies in this kind of fashion. Um, you probably have as well, not a clue. You know who this person is, definitely. As she clears her throat. <clears> throat> I'm Eliza Scarnessi. A pleasure to be at your acquaintance. And she does a beautiful, very well-trained curtsy. You would know, um, Chapul, this is, she's treating him to a level of respect to a master merchant or someone of that standing. Okay. My father and myself thank you for the aid you have given us. And we shall make sure you are paid handsomely for it. She doesn't say this to you. She says this to the Vastani. No, no, no. Tonight all are welcome. I thank you for your gift, but no. Please join us. As you can see, these few logs around this fire in the middle. They don't completely stop the music, but now they're just down to one person on a violin-type instrument and one on a flute to a stand-in at either ends of the camp. Do you join them at the fire? I've already made my way there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to come out of wild shape. Do you want to give an explanation of what you look like? Uh, so, once this wolf is just sort of like, sort of withered away, uh, small even for a halfling, very sort of long-limbed, almost, not, not skinny and malnourished, but very lean, uh, matted hair, like dark red hair that's clearly not been brushed in years, um, very pale blue eyes, uh, yeah, and probably they look small, but they're probably about maybe 16, no, sorry, about 17 or 18 with scraps of like leathers and furs all strapped to her arms and a tatty red woolen cloak around her shoulders. And she's going to put a hand gripping onto the other wolf yep. and stepping a little bit closer towards the fire. He, the wolf you're with, you'll see kind of keeps its flank between this halfling and the edge of the light. So anything that comes from the edge of the light is going to have to go through this wolf first before getting to her. And he doesn't look into the ring, 
constantly looking out into the darkness. Do you join them at the fire? Um, going towards it, but literally whenever there's a person nearby, going wide berth around any of the other people and always looking yep. around. There's not not comfortable, not trusting, but wants to get close to the fire because it's warm. Yep. As you sit down, they've got a pot of something bubbling away now in the middle, and a lot more of them are becoming jovial as they start pouring some wine and offering any to you. If you accept. I'm passing the wine and pull out a pipe. Yeah. I would stand too close to the fire. The same. I'd be hovering sort of edges. on the yeah. edges like you. It's a little bit awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I just sat down and just got my pipe out. I, just I will collapse in a seat and yes, I will accept the wine <laughs> very <laughs> awkwardly. It's a little bit awkward. This is probably the first time you've been in manacles. Yes, it is. The first, first time you've been in manacles and arrested or first <laughs> time in manacles? <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> first time. First time. <laughs> Stoneir comes over and sort of stands in the middle with this light underneath him and um, uh, the younger one who's clearly of his blood comes over my name is Ratika and see much firmer handshake R-A-T-K-A this is my sister Damia as she comes out, she is much more gypsy dancer kind of dress. So a bit more flowing, couple of shawl type things. Um, not posh, same kind of, they've done very nice dye works on these basic fabrics and made them nice and bright. <coughs> that was... Yeah. Come. I won't say fun. No, no. As he takes up and they bring food and bowls round for you. I scoff it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice vegetable-based stew. I don't think there's any meat in there. Red won't touch it. Come <laughs> well, on, mate. After you eat, it's quiet, but there's Bastani uh, chatting amongst themselves. Stone here comes. Yes, yes, I promised I should tell you of the Bastani. Uh, yeah. We are travellers, travellers wide and far. We never stay in one place for long. I can see amongst you, you have a traveller's heart. As he kind of nods towards you and definitely towards you. Kind of looks at you for a second, Constance. Some of you have traveled's hearts which have, have been quenched. You yearn to travel once more. And again, he, his eyes just kind of stop on you. <laughs> and some. Some perhaps, as the dwarf of you. Hey lad, any more stew? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he pours some down in his beard as so he's kind of scoffing it. Uh, Eliza is kind of sat closest to the fire, hands out as um, 
you've seen uh, Rebecca has kind of taken off one of their flamboyant cloaks and put it over her. Everyone is welcome here tonight. But I promised a story. Not all lands we travel to are nice. Some lands, not so much. But still, we welcome all to our fire, yes? All. In the, time, in the past, we have wandered dark roads, lost roads. Roads at war, sometimes at peace. And in the past, we found a prince. And he takes a big swig from a different bottle. Sprays it on the fire. Is it? Can I get some of that? <laughs> I actually said that. <laughs> a beautiful prince, as you see this man with chiseled features appear in the fire. It's a clever trick. You could probably do it. Um, but we found him injured, dying. We do what the Vastani do. He was welcome in our camp. We hailed him, we protected him, but he was at war. We did not question his war. We knew he, he was an important man, but we did not know he was a prince. You see, deep within this fire, the man gets much smaller and you see the sort of camp, and you see the various outlines of these carts surround him, and others. And you see a scene. His enemy, his enemy sent assassins. Assassins in the night to kill this prince. And you see the scene unfolding. But we are Vestani, and he stayed with us. And our words is our law. So he kept him safe. He asked us to take him back. So we did. He said he was royal blood. We did not care. And he said, I owe you my life. If I, whenever you want, you can travel through my lands with no question. As the fire dies down again, but this is not a happy story. A curse, a dark curse. So he spits onto the floor, a couple of the other Vistani do as well. Affects my prince's heart deep within him. To his soul, to all that he is.
turning him from a prince of light, prince of knowledge, to a tyrant, a man of darkness, of dark evil deeds that I shall not speak here. As he looks out into the deepness and darkness of the woods, his reach grows. I will not think less of you. Come, we leave tomorrow. Come. Cure his heart. End this curse on him. Come with me. We travel far. You need not answer now. No matter your answer, you are safe tonight. I give you my word. But travel with me. Travel with me to Barovia. Hear his heart. Turn him back to what he once was. As the daughter comes over. Oh, father, that's enough for now. Merriment, merriment. And she takes a long drink as she looks and claps a few times and a couple of the older Steny join and clap as the musicians burst into life. The tune completely changes. Tambourines come out, small drum. Think kind of Brass Coast-ish type music starts to feel now, much happier. And she starts to twirl and dance pretty well. Not professional dancer that you probably would have seen, um, but she's good. She moves and sways her hips well, if you are interested in that kind of thing. And the Vistani are enjoying it as she kind of jumps and lands on some of the logs and twists. Um, who is watching her closely? As in, interested in her dancing? No, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel? I'm looking at the old boy. Yep. I'm unable to focus on that and looking out into the darkness. I'm trying to see whether Eliza's got any money on her. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Okay. Like every little movement. As you're watching the old boy, um, anyone with insight, feel free to give yep. me... Um, 16? Pardon? 16? Uh, yeah, you're at, uh, you're at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, five. <laughs> okay. If you're just watching around, you definitely can. Five. Eight. Chakul. <laughs> As she dances, she sways her hips rhythmically past you. They always fall for me. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, she takes a turn. And for everyone else, it looks 
as if the ground gives way beneath her. To you, she trips over her own feet, <coughs> almost on purpose, <laughs> and falls onto your lap, Gabriel. <laughs> as she sort of collapses onto you, one hand onto your shoulder, the other around your waist, her head, her breath quite close to you. You can smell a little bit of wine on it. She's maybe 20, 21, attractive-ish, long, dark hair, gypsy, when she's up this close. Oh, I'm sorry. She pauses for a second, just stares at you, and then gets back up and continues her dance. Check my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, everything's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the night uh, goes on, she finishes her dance. You don't believe she's got any money on her from what you can see. Um, she seems to almost be enjoying the festivities. Eliza will come to you, Constance. My thanks for earlier. Oh, well, it's exactly what I was supposed to be doing anyway. There's no need to thank you. She gives you still a very practiced curtsy. Attempt to curtsy back and sort of awkwardly bow. Shall we? She looks around. Head back to the town this, this evening? Well, it's still dark. Yes. I don't think that's a good idea. Ah, right. Staranir, was it? Master Staranir? Do you think you could take us back to the town tonight? No, 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 child, no, not tonight. It is not good to leave the camp alone, not in the dark. In the light you shall be safe. You, young one, you I do not suggest comes with us. Oh, shame, shame. I'll go back in the light then. Yes, yes, yes. And she kind of looks over to the wagon. Of course. You may sleep underneath my wagon. Oh. Right. <laughs> As the sun, Rapka kind of comes over and takes her to the fire and um, starts to talk to her near the fire. Does anyone want to do anything for you? I'd like evening? to try and get my shackles off. Mm -hmm. I'll go ask Miss Paladin. <laughs> I think the situation demands that I have these removed. See, think about that. Think about that. Is they weren't my shackles. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, they belong to, um, what was his name? Frederick. Ah, Frederick. Frederickson. Yes. The, the brave, brave guard who died so that we could make our way to this camp right there. One of the last things he did was not give me the key to the shackles. So I'm, I'm afraid that... Uh, that's why I'm being there still. Would you mind if I attempted to remove them? What sort of thing are they made from? Uh, an iron. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I, I mean, I'm not myself. I'm going to ask around <laughs> for someone who knows how to pick locks or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll spend I, my time trying to find someone who can pick a lock. If you're okay with this, Miss Paladin. <laughs> Fine. 
I suppose there's not much more you can get up to here. Thank you very much. I've done nothing wrong in the first place. You have a quick look round. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you would think the tiefling, <laughs> the dwarf, the human, yeah. probably not the wild thing, <laughs> whatever that is, um, are the most likely okay. from what you can see them dressed in. Your knowledge would be people in leather armor, hooray. <laughs> okay, um, I go to the tiefling. Um, yeah. I'm offended. As you look, approach, look offended that you've as you approach, alas, um, <laughs> eyes up, eyes up. <laughs> um, well, as you can see, I'm in a bit of trouble. Hi, lad, there you are. Yeah, um, I don't know. Looks your face over once. That's a shiner. Yeah. Hey, what? I will fumble around, try and get my mirror out. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a beauty. Oh, no. Oh, um, yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it, it'll heal. Um, it'll heal. I, uh, these are the, the bigger problem, though. Um, I'm just asking around um, if anyone knows how to remove them, since the person who had the key is... Um, Unfortunately, not with us anymore. And if I had a pick for you, what would you have for me? Um, I can give you some blessings of my god. Don't sell for much blessings. Ah, uh, a gold coin. I'm a, I'm a wee bit more expensive than. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if you're not skilled enough. To just easily remove a pair of shackles, but hey, hey, hey! You look like a man of wealth. Not dressed at the moment, considering I am in chains. Uh, but a favor for a favor, lad. Mm. What type of favor? No questions. Don't like the sound of that. <laughs> they look what? No, they look pretty hard to pick. Ah, do they now? Aye. How long do you think it would take you? That's not the question. <laughs> the question: a favor for a fever. Hmm. Don't. As he spits in his hand. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm afraid I, I can't agree to that, but surely we can come to some other arrangement? Perhaps two gold pieces? I'm afraid not. No? Rescinding your previous offer? Favor for a favor, I'm liking that one. You can all clearly hear this, they're not. <laughs> Anyone else here who can <laughs> remove these from me, please? I'd rather not die with these on, or, you know, be maybe useful, more useful if those things come back. Or Dragonborn, why didn't you just breathe on them? <laughs> I would, but that would just freeze them. Iron gets brittle when it's frozen, doesn't it, dummy? <laughs> I can I try. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
No one else can do. You get a little prod in your brain and an image of the shackles and a what is. Yeah. Oh, none I'm of these gypsies. I'm getting all my like, lockpick stuff out of like, my nah. couch and just like, playing with them. Uh. Just this incessant questioning in your head. Like, what are they? What is? What are they? What are they? Toss the pick. They're juggling what is it? What are they? Very well, as long as it does not involve any crime. No conditions. I cannot agree to that. I'm sorry. Thank you for your kind offer. Enjoy those shackles. I suppose I will I, have I, to. I... Come here, lad. <laughs> Is he? Pulls them in. <laughs> it takes him about five or six seconds <laughs> as they top very difficult indeed I take out two gold pieces and give them to him as he puts them away oh no lad you owe me a favour <laughs> <sighs> so long as it does not involve crime I will help you out of course So if anyone wants to do anything, we'll fast forward the night forward. Um, okay, yeah, I'm trying to get healed. I will Mass heal myself. Healing. Oh, is that your favour? Um, you you got your favour back. So you can take what's called a short rest, <laughs> um, and you can heal um, a number of hit points equal to your hit dice. So you roll your hit dice. Mm -hmm. so I think you're a D6 or uh, D8, I can't remember. Oh, I do know this. Yeah, D6. So you can, you can roll 2D6 and you heal that many. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that as well. Then. Yeah. So that, that's what's called a short rest. Uh -huh. um, but you can you can do that for a total number of your total hit dice. So you could do a short rest and only do one, or you could do two because you're level twos. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that. This was a bad idea. <laughs> that was a very bad idea. That gave me an entire three points. <laughs> you both got exactly the same. Oh, just, yeah. <laughs> you both um, got two. I'm only one off now. That's fine. <laughs> Kit-wise, what are you guys wearing as in? So you're pretty prepared. You're pretty prepared. Pretty prepared. You're not terribly well prepared. Yeah. You're prepared. Um, Eliza, not well prepared. No, I'm So it's only really Jackal who's not. Yeah, in... you did allow me to wear my armor. Yes. You did allow me to put my armor on. Do so I have you probably my... only got like a cloak maybe in your armor. Um, yeah, armor over there. So you're not got lots of sets of traveling okay. clothes. Do I have my shield or yep. no? I have my shield. Do I have my weapon or no? No. No weapons, okay. Um, Damia, or Damia, Damia, will chat to you, all of you, a little bit. She's quite pleasant, um, trying to glean whether or not you're going to join them or not in the morning. I just have one question to the old boy. Yeah, he'll, he'll come over. So maybe you've been in the camp maybe a couple of hours. Um, still, you've not really gleaned much from each other, I'm guessing you're... You're kind of keeping to yourselves, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So you've got kind of like a constant, Jakul, kind of keeping ish together. Gabriel ish or not at all? Kumarana. Yeah. And Hesia. With the dwarf. With the dwarf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've not got his name on my sheet. Uh, I'd have it. It is uh, Falden. Falden Ungart. Yes. I will spend my time also mending 
yes. all my clothes, making everything look very nice and nice, and also tending to my injury. Yeah. So the old boy comes up again. Yes, yes. Soon is the hour. You wish to come? Your story. Yes. The darkness, as he calls them. Yes. Pointing out into the, the darkness. Yes. He did not cause them, but he... He can control the heart of evil. Interested. <laughs> yeah, ears perk up. Um, this... Telepathic poke on the brain of... Again, pictures and stuff. If we if we stop him, do the werewolf stop? Will they leave? He, for the first time, like properly notices you. <laughs> She's only little. Yeah, and comes <laughs> over. Oh, she'll take a few steps back if he comes over. Yep. She'll snarl at him. Yeah, proper. <sighs> the wolf now, kind of, almost between him. He does the right thing for big dogs and wolves he back of the hand just lets it mm. as it comes over and kind of sniffs him a few times but sensing your unease isn't going to let him mm -hmm. but he kind of nods yes yes small one yeah she relaxes slightly but still on guard puts a hand on the wolf like back of the shoulder he looks keenly at you. <laughs> I already have a job to do. Eliza has to be taken back to the town before we can do anything else. The sun, Alapka. I could do this. Do you want to try and read him? Mm. Any role what you've got that you think? Any 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 role that you've got you think you want to hold on him? Investigation. Uh, investigation, I guess. Yeah, if you want to. Anyone else who wants to read into him if they want, you can now. Right, mm. investigation. I'll do some perception. Yeah, I did perception. Mm. Perception. Um, yeah. You think... Bad one. Um, Eight. With an 18, you think he is being honest that he plans to take her back. Mm, okay, I would like to intimidate him. <laughs> yes. Uh, because... Give me a roll. Mm. And then what you say, what are you saying first, because I might give you advantage. Right. Um, <clears throat> thing is, I was sent out to get this girl and make sure that uh, nothing had happened to her so that this idiot here could apologise to her and stop all this family nonsense from causing issues in two separate cities. So she better get home in the state she is now. Yeah, I'll give you advantage on it. Okay. That's right. Uh, 16 or 16. Yeah. <laughs> You've shaken him, definitely. As you jump up the height difference 
is, yeah, and the, you see the size difference. For the first time, you see this fully armoured half-orc. I'd like to crack some... Yep, pressure. Yep. You're not quite Frederick Fredrickson with the neck crack. Um, he puts his hand out. Give you my word. Yep. As he shakes it with a firm... Uh, a solid handshake. Uh, <laughs> right, let's roll the di- let's message D and D. We think you need a handshake skill, please. <laughs> <laughs> can tell a lot from someone by their handshake. Fair, it could be technically a slight hand. <laughs> oh, get up. What if you did get a twenty? Would you just break a finger? <laughs> no, it would so just be the perfect it. handshake, and you do like the whole bro thing. <laughs> it's like you connect so perfectly. <laughs> um, you think he makes eye contact with you? You think he's being very forthright, and you've you he stepped back from you, and you can tell when you've got someone the pupils open up. He didn't see you this way. But you now see Starinir is super keen to get you. Super keen. He's not hiding it. He wants you. What does it say on the bounty that I have for Jokumund? <laughs> um, take him back to your temple. Yeah. There's not really a date. The whole bounty was a bit messy. They said he'd hid and he hadn't. They said that he had done all these things. And it doesn't seem like he has. No, not overly. But if I'm going, then he's going to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you, He's under your custody still. Mm-hmm. So you would be responsible for him. Fine. This looks to you and Falden. Mm-hmm. Falden kind of looks to you. Oh, that definitely, yes. You will believe him. He's definitely been very forthright. <laughs> okay. What's, you know, what's mm. in it for us if we come along? <laughs> Can I ask the question? Yes, yes. <laughs> The prince has grand wealth. I'll set up a little bit straighter. A little more interested now. Oh, grand wealth, you say, Leila? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't miss it for the world. Yeah. So he went Welsh for a second. Mm. Not Swedish. <laughs> and so, uh, yep, he nods. How and old is prince? How old? Yes, he has seen many gods. He is purposefully trying to stay vague, and uh, with that role, you you can tell this. He is trying to be deceptive. It was a long time ago that he fell to darkness, but he was light. Uh, 
I just start prepping some bolts. <laughs> yeah. Um, the rest of the evening goes on. The Vistani are welcoming. They give you open hospitality, and you are most definitely treated well and protected in their camp. I'll ask, what are the Vistani? We, we are the Vistani. <laughs> what is a Vistani? It's the um, people, numbnuts. <laughs> we travel together. There is lots of families. Yes. You see, uh, from what you can see of their structure, it seems to be the oldest is in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at them, whether they all share one bloodline, probably not, but it looks they share a lot of common facial features and builds. Okay. Their hair is nearly most of it's all dark. They all have this slightly paler skin, but definitely weathered. Um, not huge, but average-ish height and all slightly some wiry-ish. They look like able-bodied folk. So you just travel and help people? Travel. <laughs> but you said you let anyone, you help anyone along the way. No, he lets anyone in that camp for hospitality. <laughs> they help themselves. Hmm. I say this quite blatantly. <laughs> I say that quite blatantly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Would doing this uh, help a lot of people then? Yes, you think? all of Borovia. And it would seem other lands. Yes. I'm sold. Tomorrow we travel. Rest. You shall be protected tonight. You see them. They lay some beds out underneath the cart. Mm-hmm. He makes his way into the cart. And a lot of them go to sleep. You do continue to hear some howls. How do you know these things aren't going to come back? You are safe tonight. How do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've got to assist you. Tell us why are we safe here? About bedroll right by the fire and I'm already asleep. (laughs) (laughs) We saved the prince. And he gave us right to travel in his lands in Barovia. If his minions are here now, he claims these lands as his. So we are in our prince's land now. So his minions so will be So we are free to travel. And tonight you are with the Vistani. So you are safe. How many of those things have you seen before? Many. And you're saying that we need to go there, wherever they're from, because you say that we should. Yes. And you're all saying that that's a good idea, that he's already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I go over and kick him. <laughs> How much do I trust this guy? Like, um, he, he seems <laughs> to be true to his words, and he 
could have lied to you, you think, when you asked him how old the prince was, mm -hmm. and he chose not to. He was just vague. Yeah. But I think he's being honest. You think he's being honest, yeah. Okay. Why are you so keen to join these people and go to their place? Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't right. They shouldn't be here. If I have to go there to stop them from being here, so be it. Holding back over because of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the standing make their way to bed, so the older ones all sleep inside the wagon. A lot of them sleep outside, sort of perimeter ish, and they do keep a couple awake as well. As everyone is starting to sleep, do you sleep or do you stay up? Is Eliza sleeping outside there? Yeah. Um, I would make my bed close enough to her that I would wake up if she moved, if she, you know, got up and... Okay, good, yeah. I'll sleep. Yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Do we recover? Or is this considered a long rest? Sleeping? Yeah. Um, in and out of sleep. Yeah. Staying right next to the fire, leaning up against the big wolf. Can everyone give me a constitution save? Please. 16. Um, 5. 10. 19. Ooh. 5 and that's with a plus 4. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? 16. You sleep, and the dreams are uneasy for all of you, as you can imagine from what you've seen the night before. Um, they're not pleasant, and a lot of you do wake up and fall asleep in the night. <coughs> you dream of... Um, when you're kind of half asleep, but you're dreaming about what's going on in your surroundings, that's one of the dreams you have after. So you fall asleep, dream of wolves of some description, wake up, fall asleep again, and you're kind of dreaming about your surroundings. But in one common thing in all your dreams, Damia comes to you and tells you to drink so you can travel to Barovia. All of you without question in your dream just agree and drink. Completely out of character, definitely out of character. You, though, as you're about to drink, hear a growling, which doesn't seem to be coming in from your... You look around and you can't see where this sound is coming from. And then you kind of jump up just as you're about to put it, and you're in the camp. And you can hear the growling of your father wolf mm. near you. He seems to be growling in his dream. You settle back down to sleep. You awaken and this kind of dream-like mist surrounding you. All of you are told, imagine being very drunk and very compliant, and that's kind of what's happening. 
You're all told to hold a rope that is attached to the back of the cart. And you just all... And then as you start to wander, you're going through a deep mist. Stuff's not really making particularly much sense to you in this dream. The order is how you're sat. So you're towards the front. And as you move through this mist in this dream, you start to feel it start getting colder and colder. You awaken first. You are in a completely different place. The mist is much, much thicker. The sun is coming to rise. You would guess it's maybe, so it's still this kind of autumn, but it's the temperature has dropped a good five, six degrees. There is a light snow on the floor. It's a fresh snow, not a deep, heavy snow, but a fresh snow. The trees have changed from what they were to different types of trees. There's a deep moss. This is an old, old woodland you are now in. You awaken feeling groggy as fuck. Um, it feels that grim hungover where you've mixed port with Baileys no. for some disgusting reason <laughs> and then decided that 2020, that was the good idea. And then someone brought out the cheap and nasty ciders and everyone shared from the same bottle oh, yeah. <laughs> and that is the hangover you currently have <laughs> the mist is so much thicker as you awaken you look round and the others are not how they slept you can see them kind of spread out in this patch of snowy land just lying on the floor now have they been moved? Yes, definitely. Right, so someone's actually You've physically picked moved. them up and moved yeah. them. You can't see many footprints in the snow, but travelling east, no, west, sorry, you can see cart and horse going into the distance. Mm. It's not come close to where you are, but you can pick it out and move it across. To the east, the fog is so much thicker so much denser, almost like a wall of fog going along the edge of this woodland. Can you give me a will save, please? 20. You feel a draw towards the edge of the fog. You take a step to look at it closer, but then shake your head. The others are still kind of all sound asleep. Your throat feels quite hoarse and coarse. Give me a perception, please. 16. You can see within this fog bank, it moves in very unnatural ways. Mm. You've not seen a wall. It is a solid wall coming across. Um, and you can see shapes and things moving in it as they twist. Do you stare into it? Yeah. As you stare deeper into this fog, you can see well, almost it takes you for a second. Looks like a child running in the fog made of this mist. About your height, wearing a cloak. Mm. It seems to be running from something. As it looks over and looks at you looking at it, 
and starts to slowly make its way towards you. You're a good 10 foot away from the edge of the fog at the moment. As it starts to come closer, the sort of detail starts to become clearer. We go from Super Nintendo graphics <laughs> to N64, still very blocky, and they're just <laughs> darkness to its eyes, and you can see this kind of cloak that it's wearing, this crazy hair, and it steps in a little bit closer still. And coming towards you as its features become much more apparent. So it looks very similar to you. Not the same, but similar. As it kind of looks at you, what do you do? Back the fuck away. Yeah, you take a step back. Back the fuck away. As you take a step back, you see the mirror image of you takes a step back Ooh. as well. And as you Can look, I... yep, and it does very, very Whoa. similar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be amusing. <laughs> As it takes a step forward, give me another will save, please. Uh, I'm trying to remember what. Um, wisdom. Wisdom, not fine. Sorry. Uh, Twelve. As it takes a step forward, you find that you take a step forward. Oh, don't like it. As it kind of... You see the fog around it changes. You can see over its shoulder a taller figure as a tendril smoky hand kind of comes out and just brushes up this figure and you feel it on yours, a sensation, a tingle as it gets to its face and goes across its cheek as you feel a tingle go across as it takes another step forward as you do as well. Can I telepathically prod at it? Does it have a brain to prod? Um, Is that a consciousness? No, you can't reach anything in it. No. Okay, so it's literally just... Yeah. Like... As you take another step forward. Chakul, you awaken. You see this mist fog wall. You see this halfling girl with crazy hair step in towards the mist. You see... A shape inside the mist with a larger one behind it from where you are. Snow on the floor, these pine trees, mud. What do you do? Ah. Oh, well, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Constance, give me a d20. 13. That's a hefty dice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a satisfying. Uh, and it takes another <laughs> step forwards. And mm. as do you. As you see now, this hand almost looks human. Coming from the mist as the fog is kind of obeying it as it's coming towards the edge of the bank and you feel your own hand coming towards it. Mm. I shout out. What the hell's going on? Give me another little save. Uh, nine. You don't hear it at all. Mm. You awaken. You awaken with the same hangover, worse, but there's something in yours. When you do detect evil, you get... As you look up, you get that burning sensation as you look up to see this scene of the little halfling girl close to touching this mist hand coming out of the mist with a larger figure behind. What do you do? I cast Compelled Duel on the figure. On the mist? Yeah. 
Okay. Oh. What's mm-hmm. it get against it? Uh, it um, you attempt to compel a creature into a duel. On which one? The small figure the or small the figure. bigger? Okay. That she's about to touch. Yep. Um, one creature that you can see within range must take a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is drawn to you, compelled by your divine demand. For the duration, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you. Okay. Um, Everyone give me initiative, please. Everyone who's just awake. So, one, two, three. False. That's right. 17. Ah, one. Uh, 17. Okay, I am very confused. <laughs> am I hungover as well? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, you invoke this spell on it as the small figure eyes kind of lock over to you as it tries to step forwards its hand as it tries to step forwards you try to do the same oh so both like yeah yeah step past each other so you'd be stepping into the mist Chakul, what do you do (laughs) i'm first i'm with a one (laughs) yep but that's the spell (laughs) okay bang bang okay um uh i'll rush towards the halfling girl and try and grab her is she close can yep. I grab her and try and pull her back? Essentially just shouting, fight me, or whatever, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fight me! Women like holy voice. <laughs> As you make it, and you grab on, mm-hmm. you see, just as the smaller figure is about to step out, the larger figure grabs it and rips it backwards as you scream out. This echoing, piercing, high-pitched, Halfling scream fills your ears as the mist vanishes. As have you ever seen like the smoke tunnels where something's moved through really quickly? Mm. It's like that as something's just ripped straight through it as you pulled back. As you <sighs> you've not realized, but you've been holding your breath for the last 15 20 seconds. <sighs> the others are woken by this scream. What? was that? <laughs> I think it's where are we? So, as you come to your senses, all of you feel incredibly hungover. Do you still have your hand on me? No, I just pulled you back. Okay. okay. As you, the wolf wakes and bounds over to you as quickly as possible and is on complete yeah, fucking edge. Yeah, onto it. Mm-hmm. Did that count as a long rest? Yes, everyone's back on no, full health. Not a very good rest. I wake up and whistle. Eric. <laughs> a raven appears. Is it still alive? Yeah. Okay. Are you a fat bastard? <laughs> Kitty. Give me a d20, but before I get you to roll it, I'm going to tell you what this is for. <laughs> if. You roll over a 15. Your horse found you in the night <gasps> and came through. I will, um, last point, because you did really well on level zero, yeah. I gave you a point of inspiration afterwards, which means you can basically re-roll one dice. <coughs> so okay. you can use that at any point. So it's a 15. If you somehow manage to roll a 15, he makes it. You can use your point of inspiration if you like. <laughs> but once your inspiration's it? used, it's used. Aww. Do you want to use your point of inspiration? 
horse? This, it's what a one. Yes. Why do we want a horse? Of <laughs> course. Is it a war horse? Safe. If it's yeah. a war horse, it's, it's quite an angry horse. <laughs> so it likes to run really fast. Uh, it's up to you. Once you've used well, your inspiration, it's gone. Well, I didn't know I had the inspiration, so I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, got thirteen. Uh, wow. Not enough. So you awaken. Whatever you say is what you say. What the? Oh! oh. 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 <laughs> I take out my mirror and check myself. Okay. Just pointing at. Yeah. It's okay. Pointing at where the mist was. Oh. Is the mist still there? No, where it was. Is it still at? misty? In I'm there? just pointing where it was. No, it's it's kind at? of come back to a solid wall of mist now. Okay. And then project mist, thick mist, just basically flooding you with everything that just happened. <laughs> like literally, just like <laughs> it's quite overwhelming. Yeah. As you flashes see. of pictures. You can Stop. try and Stop. resist her doing it too Stop. if you want to. That's <laughs> fine. No, yeah. You you get an idea of what Stop. happened. <laughs> um, where's the old boy? She mimes picking up and like so yeah, essentially. You can see maybe um fifty meters away from your location, the cart tracks and horse tracks of a cart being pulled through this new snow. I really thought I could trust that guy. Uh well, he only said the night, didn't he? That's true. That is true. Wealth, he promised me wealth! wealth. Is, where's your dwarf, mate? Yep, he's here. He's, <laughs> he's awoken. He's kind of just looking He's around. always here. Fuck. <laughs> he makes sure he's got all of his stuff, gives himself a pat down, looks happy-ish. Uh, he looks towards the mist. Um... Constance, you are still getting very uneasy feelings about this mist. I'm just choosing my uh, spells for there. Okay. Oh yeah, pit mine. Mm -hmm. um, um, I don't know if this is the hangover or... You summon Eric. He comes back and at first... It just seems a little different, a little odd. What have you eaten? <laughs> As oh, he right. looks round, his head moving with these the big movements as it does. Yeah. The tilts of this raven being called back to you. And see, kind of his eyes peering around this land. You can't put your finger on it, but there's something not quite right. Let me have a look then. He flies up. Yeah. Yeah. And starts scanning. Okay. I look for his eyes. So what you can see is um, a large woodlands old going to the west, south of you. Um, you can see. Oh, what was that? The light? That was the light. Oh, of course, it was. 
um, you can see um, a road going through this woodlands, um, but that's about as far as he goes. Eric comes down as a mushroom. Although um, you guys didn't come out on the road, you've come out quite close to it. And do the tracks lead to the road? They do indeed. There's a road that way. Along the tracks? Yeah. Shall we follow the tracks? Yeah. Dwarf oh, wakes like up. How that how the half orcs looking at the mist and the images that she sent me, I don't want to be anywhere near this mist. The tracks leading away from the mist? Yes. Let's follow the tracks away from the tracks. mist. Let's go with the tracks. I'll just point at the tracks and start walking. I'm you start hop, making your way. Hop on top of the, the wolf. Yep. <laughs> Easier. <laughs> He just, yep, more than happy to let you. Mm -hmm. I keep stroking Eric. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad. I stroking. <laughs> the half-hawk. I feel bad. Lovely half-hawk. Is there anything left around where we were sleeping? No. no. You don't just think us. you were there for long. No. Has anyone got survival? No. Give me a roll, please. Uh, seven. No. I don't have it trained, but I can roll it. Okay, no. You're, it's I'm going to need to be quite a good roll. Um, can I make an investigation check? Yeah, what are you looking for? Um, how far we come in the night? And how long it has been? You know, how many hours have passed? Since yeah. We... yeah, give me a roll. Um, Twelve. As you start looking to how you got here, it is almost like you just... Yo. <laughs> you can't really see heavy tracks leading you there at all. Well, the tracks start from us and lead away. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. And the, the cart never comes that close to you. The closest it gets is maybe 50 meters. <coughs> and that does come through the mist. Right. Let's go. You make way down to the road. You would expect the mist to burn away. You'd expect that. Not at all. <laughs> what a surprise. Light never gets higher than a dim light. As you can see the sun coming up, you can directly look at the sun in these conditions. And because it's going through so much mist, it's not affecting your eyes. It's lighting things because it lights up the entire mist but it is dim. How far away is the mist from us? We're, I'm talking not the mist wall, but just oh. the general mistiness right. of where you are. Um, it's nowhere near like the wall with the shadows and stuff moving inside it. Just like that morning foggy mist, mm. but it never gets burnt off by the sun. You make your way down um, to the road. Um, you can see black pools of water on either side of it now the, what little snow there was is just gone it's become, become this like mushy nasty sludgy mud road kind of horrendousness the trees here are old they are tall they are strong but more importantly they are old the shapes a lot of their branches make twisting 
at almost unnatural angles with not enough leaves on them, but still their trees stand strong. You make your way along the road. Yeah, following the tracks. Can everyone, tracks. now that you've kind of traveled together for a little bit, just one thing about your character that you think the others would have noticed by now of you traveling together. So if we start with Gabriel. Um, he's walking with a slight limp. Perfect. Constance. Oh, I don't know. Come back to me. Come back to. Um, very, very sort of twitchy persona, and it's almost like especially the tail. It's particularly like in tune with mood. So okay. like, yeah. Um, he's often checking his uh, sacred relic, which is the mirror. Looking at it quite a lot. <laughs> Brilliant. Red. Um, always on the lookout. Always scenting the air. Uh, the dwarf you're traveling with, you see, he's got a. A small dice set in a tumbler that he kind of shakes every now and again and you can see opens up to a couple of bone dice which he just kind of plays with as he kind of walks as a semi-nervous twitch got something constant don't worry if you don't um she keeps making sure that the shield is well attached yeah just double check in all of her equipment love it mostly the shield yeah so you walk an hour passes a second hour. Do you chat amongst yourself? Chat with the dwarf, but yeah. that's about it. He will kind of grab your ear. That's watch my back. As he says that, he looks over towards the half orc. <coughs> you know that symbol? No. Fucking justice. Fucking. Justice, girl. Watcher. Righto. I'll watch your back, you watch mine. Yes. Red's going to talk to the raven. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, just having... Just Doesn't seem right. It's not the same as mm. when you talked to it last time. There's something off about it, mm. for sure. Another couple of hours pass. Your slow, quiet... Bludge, mudge, whatever you want to call it, sludge through this old woodlands. The road is getting in slightly better condition. Um, you're all in goodish clothes, which are cool. You think you would be feeling the cold, but you don't feel the cold so much. Um, you continue to head along. What formation are you in? Who's at the front? Who's at the back for me, please? Probably towards the back. Not yeah. The back. yeah. Who wants towards to take point? I'll take point. Yeah. I'll be so behind you. Are you setting a fast pace? Mm, no, just dogged. Are we yeah. feeling a bit better or still hungover? Uh, you're waking up, yeah, it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Red will be like on the flank. Yeah. Towards the back? I'm um, on the flank. Nice. You start making your way. You see the dwarf constantly. <laughs> keeping sort of one hand underneath his cloak and eyes peering out. You push on, maybe for another two hours. Are there trees around? Yeah. Can I grab up like a, is there any branches that I can sure. snap off? I'll snap off a branch because I don't have a weapon. Okay. Um, a lot of the branches you're finding are old rotten wood. Um, but because you're walking for so long, you eventually, I'd leave it to you, you would see him looking for branches. <laughs> 
You just, probably would oh, be able to find something. Half up. She would be able to roll or anything? Nah, or? you know woods. I don't yeah. Find a particularly sharp branch and maybe cut a few bits off of it. Maybe grab a rock and... <laughs> As you find yourself, yeah? Sharpen it up for him and just... Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I'll give you a D4 damage on it. <laughs> um, if you roll Just low, yeah. roll low, and it will break. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you look behind you towards the back, you can see this fog is kind of coming behind as well. Mm. The furthest you can see is maybe 200 meters comfortably, mm. maybe probably less than that as it swirls. Um, for sneaking around in here, this is lovely. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> A head jutting from impenetrable woods on both sides of the road. You can see huge stone, almost like a boundary wall is how it looks, but it's kind of made of natural woodland mixed with the hill, mixed with this built into it. Um, This is taking a natural fortification and building this onto it. You can see these two either side stone pillars looming grey in the flog. There's an iron gate across, which is open, hanging from them. Um, uh, You can see two headless statues, probably 30 foot high on either sides of this gate. Um, But both of their heads lie to either sides on the road, moss growing freely from them. You would guess these were chopped off perhaps even hundreds of years ago. Again, as you've been traveling, from where you've come from was quite a lively forest. You knew the animals, you knew what was going on. The only animal you've heard so far is Eric and your wolf. That's it. There is an eerie, eerie silence to the whole thing. Are the statues of um, notable figures or just kind of um, They both seem to be in armoured, mm-hmm. shield, spear, looking at the road you've just come down. Do I recognise any symbols on the... Not overly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're long neglected, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the stone face, the, the faces went on the floor, moss heavily on them, but also weather-worn, for sure. As you approach the gate, you can see the cart clearly went through this and hasn't closed the gate behind it, and it's just left open. It doesn't look like the gate could move if you tried. It is well and truly rusted, but rusted open. I just carry on walking. Yep. As you continue, the mist is getting a little bit thicker, not like it was on the wall. You can no longer see the tops of these trees. They're now getting cloaked by this mist as they grow into it. You're not seeing many leaves down here at all. But again, these kind of twisted. Can everyone give me a perception, please? Passive. Uh, you can have advantage, Georgia. Sorry. Oh, okay. Is it the passive one? Uh, no, I'm guessing, so when you're traveling like this, mm-hmm. um, you can be actively looking out, or you can be foraging, or you can be map making so you don't get lost. But since there's one road, Mm. Um, yeah. 16 with uh, on the advantage okay. roll. Five. Eight. Eight. 17. Oh, nice. Okay, um, I get to add plus three as well because of the raven. Oh, nice. I believe. 
Oh, it's still shocking. <laughs> so uh, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> you're, just, you're just still walking I forward. A, I think it's a six. So here, yeah, six. The forest is forward. deeper and darker. If you didn't know that the sun rose about four or five hours ago, you would have zero chance of knowing what the time was. This this mist is really messing with trying to work out what's going on, which way is north, keeping your bearings. There's one road which is making it easy. Um, so what did you get, sorry, Um, Like eight. Who else got high? Uh, 17, 16. Both of you, with your improved smell and yours, you can smell blood on the air. Mm. Like new blood, old blood? A couple of days, maybe. Mm. Um, you can pinpoint it, and you can, just to the side of the road, um, you can see a body. A mm. uh, human corpse, half buried towards the side of the road. Um, young, male, commoner-ish clothes, nowhere near as bright as the Vistani who you saw. Um, clothes wet to his body and mud to them. From his legs, you can see he'd been running before he died. Um, crows have been at his body, um, but you can see around them the culprit what killed him. There's a number of paw prints. These aren't werewolf paw prints, you'd be able to tell instantly, but they are wolves. Mm -hmm. um, closer inspection on the body, you'd say between you maybe five or six days dead. Mm. That's not right. fresh. Pardon? That's, That's right. It's going to be very bright. Yeah. You can see on him. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. She can read. <laughs> she can read. She just can't. Doesn't speak. Oh, actually, that's really nice. <laughs> oh no. Oh wow. <laughs> The wax seal had a very large upper case B on it and was scented. Ooh. It looks, the handwriting looks like this was, this letter was written in a hurry. This, this was written very quickly. Mm. Constance, you would see the letter as well. Yeah, I mean, she can read it, she can't communicate what it is. Is there like a log that I can sit on? I as you hear a howl in the mm. distance. Uh, is... <laughs> yeah. Yep. One of those back. Oh. But as a bugger off one. <laughs> is there anything else, obviously, on the body apart from the letter? He doesn't seem to have any weapons. Um, as you look at what killed him, definitely wolves. Um, but they didn't feast on him. This is mm. weird. What does the letter say? Um, can I, like, take the letter? Like, just grab it? I don't know, can you? I don't know, what would you do I don't to it? <laughs> well, I suppose it depends on some slow pattern thing. Okay, right? what you say is what you say in character for it now. Okay. So you've, you've seen these two, they were the quickest to the body, they were on point and the flank where it came from, went over, and as you kind of catch up with your kind of line, you see they pulled a letter from this poor lad. The boy, maybe... 18, 19, that sort of age. Oh, poor kid. Just read it out already. What was it? 
and I'll like, sit down on the closest, like, cleanest log. Yeah. Read it or I'll read it. It's got it. that. Quickly. The whole forest has got that damp feeling yeah. to mm. it. It's not doing my mood any well. All right, this is what it says. Hail to thee of might and valour. I, a lowly servant of Barovia, send honour to thee. We plead for thy desperately need assistance. The love of my life has been afflicted by an evil so deadly that the goal... It was written in a hurry. Something people of our village cannot protect her. She languishes from her wounds. I would have ne I would have her saved from this menace. I offer all the wealth I have to thee and thy fellows who answer my desperate plea. Come quickly for her time is at hand. Kolyan Indovich, Burgermeister. Put in your pocket. Oh, so that means that he's... Which way is he running? He was r running towards you. Right. Where was so, he running from? That way. Along oh, the road. So he, you guys are going west. He was going east. So we continue. Well, it doesn't seem like we have much choice anyway. Does that go That's in your pocket? Can I try and slide <laughs> of hand it out of your pocket? <laughs> yeah, give me a roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could go very well. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> you pick that up with your plastic with them, yeah. <laughs> um, red points at the body and just set, says out loud wolves <laughs> and sort of points around <laughs> to watch my face goes puzzled you can talk <laughs> <laughs> she looks she's look, sort of like okay the, can you dissuade them from attacking us no. Great. Great. How from looking at the Got paw prints, how many were there? A pack. So, so like tell. what, like eight, nine? You mm. would assume something like that. Uh, uh, yeah. And then she's going to communicate that to that's too um, many. As words. you actually, as you have a look at them, mm -hmm. it doesn't Sniff seem around. so. How your pack would act? Mm -hmm. These do not act the same way. You don't think that they, they didn't eat the body. They didn't eat the body, mm. and it doesn't seem like they've got an alpha. So they've not got a wolf Crazy. in charge. Oh yeah, communicate that. Is there anything else on him? That was, no, yeah, I look, that was pretty much it. Yeah, she'll communicate that. So she's, yeah, she said wolves, but then she'll communicate that haven't eaten the body and there's no big wolf. Well, we can not take surprising, so that's weird. So that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's <quite laughs> weird as is. You push on? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pop back up on to dad. Yep. He's more than... Yeah, I forgot you're right again. Yeah, dad. <laughs> Even on the back of the wolf, and this is quite a big wolf, she's probably smaller than all of you guys. <laughs> Still under your head height. Yeah. Um, you push on another couple of hours. The forest opens a little bit. Not hugely, but a little bit less dense. You see in the distance those at point. Tall shapes looming out of the dense fog that is just everywhere now. As the, the trees are becoming less, you can look up. Amazingly, the sun seems to have gone all the way across the sky. Your sense of timing is pretty good. That was a short day. Ooh. The muddy ground underfoot gives way to slick, wet cobblestones as you're getting closer now. And you can see in the distance, 
these big shadows that were coming out. Clearly buildings, some of them two, two stories high. Bear with me, sorry. You're heading in from the east, going west into this village. None of the houses that you can see at the moment seem to have light on. As you approach, heading in towards the village. Yeah. What formation? One, two. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Oh, further back now. I'm storming. Nervous. Yeah. Still at the front. You can hear the sound. <laughs> a gentle sobbing. Sounds like it's coming from a decent distance away from you. Coming down the street, but because there's no other sound, it becomes so much louder. So you can see now the sun truly has set across this strange sky. Is it getting dark? Are there any lights in the village? A few of the houses do have lights. Produce flame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little, just a little. Anyone else have torches thing? or uh, a, a I have light, light vision? I yeah. want dark vision. Yeah. 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 You're gonna cast light. Yeah, I take out a little bit of pinch of moss and kind of touch it to the end of the stick and it kind of starts glowing. Nice. You feel like when you've got a torch out on a really foggy night, it does burn away a little bit of the fog, mm -hmm. but it is lighting up mainly around you and not going as far as you would like, for sure. And it, you become very aware, those who aren't near the guys with lights, <laughs> you stand out. You really stand out. Do we still hear the sobbing? You can hear the sobbing. As you start making your way in, you can actually see one of the buildings has got a store open. You can see backlit two humans <coughs> wearing drab-ish clothes, talking with a hooded, hunched over, you would assume female, pushing a small cart. On the cart, hitting your nose, you get the smell of fresh baked goods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hello. As you see, these two very grey, dour, backlit. As you get a bit closer, pass. Maybe a six or seven-year-old boy over to this elderly woman. As you can hear much better now, you're maybe forty, fifty foot away. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Granny knows best. Granny knows best. Come. As the child clearly does not want to, as he looks. Mummy, mummy, no. Please, mummy, no. Come, child. Granny knows best. As you see her hanging over two very plump, like, pasties. So baked. And that's oh. clearly what the smell is coming from as she hands them over. As the two people take them, not even a second luck, shut the door. As the child continues to sob, as the old woman slowly pushes down the street away from you after eyeballing you. I... She's not moving particularly quick. 
Um, child, she's got a grip on his wrist, and at the moment he doesn't seem particularly keen to go with her. I'll jog up to try and catch up to her. Yeah. What's what are you doing? Ah, hungry are you? You see this hooded face now, human, old. You would guess maybe seventy, seventy-five, maybe even eighty. It's hard to tell. Pushing. So you can see she's got a full basket of these hot smell hits you and you realise you've probably not eaten much today. You've marched for maybe six, seven hours and pushed through this wood as your kind of stomach begins to rumble. She looks and sees all of you together. Anyone else approach? Mm, still further off. I remember I'm watching. I remember packing, looking at her food, and look at my ration pack and start eating my rations. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. I said out now. I'm going to try and use the distraction of you talking to her to try and mage hand some of these. Um, yeah, you summon mage card. hand. Yeah. How do you invoke the spell? What do you need for it? Uh, you don't uh, just vocal and movement. Yeah. So. so how do you cast the spell? It's not humongously subtle. It, she tries to be subtle because of the situation. Yeah. Give me a d20. But there's a lot of flailing that's involved, spinning around. Mm-hmm. Um, eight. Do I get a? No, just a d twenty. Just a d20. Yeah, okay, eight then. Yeah, no, you're fine. As you invoke the spell, you're used to being able to see your own mage hand, as it kind of comes up with this flesh over it. As it comes up and you start moving it towards the pasties, as you see the flesh simply melts away oh. from it, as it just becomes this skeletal bone hand moving towards them. It's fighting you. You're normally when you're controlling mage hand, you're like, go and do this. Your mage hand is trying to fight and break free. Wow. Mm-hmm. You've got control of it at the moment, but if you were to be put under pressure and lose your concentration, if you were to break your concentration, what would happen? Who knows? <laughs> I'm gonna yep. for now try and keep control of it. Yeah, give me a slight hand roll. As they've gone over, and we'll be doing you guys. So you can see this woman. 20. Expertly. (laughs) (laughs) The little bone hand gives you advantage. It's dark, it's hard to see. (laughs) As this little pasty just disappears. It's like I meant it. (laughs) Hungry children? As she looks to you and goes to take your hand. Not that hungry. Can I... From, I'm a bit further back. Can I smell the pasties? Mm, they're very tasty. Can smelling. I pick up what's in them? Meat. What kind of meat? <laughs> mm, meaty meat. What kind of meat? Does Definitely. it smell a bit like pork? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What are you doing with that child? Oh, he's going to stay with Granny for a while. Little mental, really? little mental finger starts poking it. <laughs> like, don't eat those. Don't eat those. Really <laughs> don't eat those. He really does not seem to want to go with you. No, he's just confused, aren't you, boy? As she kind of locks eyes with him for a second. Oh, Granny does know best. Oh, it'd be fun to work with you, Granny. I cast Detect Evil and Good. 
on on Granny. Oh, she's horrendous. <laughs> it goes straight off, <laughs> and she's it, it goes off with um, how strong and evil is, and she's top tier. Not top tier, but she's oh, yeah. she's strong for sure. Well, this seems like a nice place. <clears throat> Mind if Get I talk to the boy? Hook your Hello. brain as well and just be like, there's people right. in these pasties. He, he is phased out a bit from what he was. There's people in them. As she, she eyeballs you all for a second. Would you like a pasty? I made them myself. And she presents, they look exquisite. They look really well made. And they smell delicious. Don't hate that. Growl. Mm. I don't. I think so. Could we ask what's in them? A secret. <laughs> this is a family recipe sort of yes. thing? Or... Yes. Right. Not any other kind of secret. <laughs> secret meat. Kind of looks around and... Brilliant. You can see her eyes darting around at all <laughs> of you. The townsfolk are hungry for Granny's pasties. They love them so much. But I have extra. Please. She takes one and goes to hand it to you. I back Growl. away. <laughs> she goes to hand it to you. Anyone else close enough within reach? No. Nope. She puts it back. Then I must be on my way. As she turns and starts walking with the boy. I jog in front and kind of stand in front of the cart. Yeah. She kind of stops... Hits your leg, looks up to you. I must be on my way. What did, why did they give you that child? To work for pasties, to help make them with us. That does not sound very legal. Can she? I'm watching this all unfold. <laughs> My arms are crossed. She looks to the young boy. These people want you to go back to your family. Do you want to? She looks up. No, Granny. You know best. See? He wants to come with Granny because she knows best. Can I do like a detection to see like if he's charmed or something? Can I try? <laughs> Have you got detect so magic? Detect magic. Um, it's normally a spell. Um, I'll give it. You can yeah. tell he's charmed. You were there when she did it. Yeah. She yeah. He's he changed like that. Okay. He's most definitely charmed. You've seen charms before, you've seen charms and compulsion effect before. What sort of charm it is, you wouldn't be able to know without detect magic, mm -hmm. but he is definitely under the effect of a compulsion. <laughs> As she kind of Granny looks over to you and her eyes reach the shield. Little boy, go back to your family. But I don't want to, Granny. I want to go with you. And she puts her old hand on his face. You can't help a shiver go down your spine. Don't worry. Granny knows best and we'll be together one day. You promise, Granny? Oh, yes. And she lets go. Run along. As he kind of trots off back to. Now I must move on. 
as she goes to go around you. The little boy kind of runs back to his family, but he does look over his shoulder. Bye, Granny! She kind of waves to him and starts making her way again. We are one at the moment, please. Do you have? I start walking next to her. Yep. My pasties will go cold. I walk with you. Yep. <laughs> um, we are somewhat lost. And I like can tell. Who is in charge in this town, or village, hovel place? <laughs> In charge of the town or in charge of Barovia? I will answer one question and then go. The town. Currently. (laughs) You seek Ismar. Kolyanovich. Where? What do you think? I have said one question, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not very smart. Good day. Is there, is there a smell on the set on the letter? Other than the wax. She nods to you and starts making her way. You can hear the sort of rattle of her trolley. She as you say, she points into the distance uh, and you can see a larger building. Mm with some lights on um, and the telltale signs of a sign out the front of a tavern. Wow. She makes herself, makes her way round to a different part of the town. The Laracle. Or the village, sorry. This place is creepy as hell. Starts making, Red starts walking, going towards the tavern. Yep. Mm -hmm. To the tavern. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm heading to the tavern. <laughs> Shall we? I've still so, got this <laughs> You can see a light from inside the tavern coming out, but the curtains are definitely drawn, but there is still a shaft coming out. Um the sort of as you, you make <laughs> So the town kind of sits on um not a complete crossroad, but a free. As you get to the tavern and you look north, you can see um, up the hill a little bit, and you can see um, the tower of a chapel. Um, next to the tavern, you can see, or no, sort of next to and opposite the road from the tavern, looking directly up the hill, or facing directly up the town, is a much larger house than any of the others you've seen, um, and you are at the tavern. Um, old style. Um, you can see it is called the Blood on the Vine. The sign um, is hanging precariously askew, proclaiming Blood of the Vine, but the V is almost crossed out with an L. I snigger and I'm walking. <laughs> The tavern definitely does not look great inside. There is a fireplace crackling away in the corner. You can see a barman, heavy set chap, wearing very grey, just staring 
cleaning glasses. Three people wearing very similar clothes to the Vistini you've seen before, but these three you've not seen. As they kind of eyeball you and then go back just to playing cards. And you can see sat near the fireplace, um, wearing clothes similar to the ones on the corpse you found, but slightly nicer. So not this kind of grey drab, but they've tried to put some effort and some colour into it, sitting near the fireplace, looking quite worried. As you kind of come in, one of the guys playing cards sort of beckons you forwards to come in and then points to the bar. Well, I had to go play cards. I'm going to leave the wolf outside. Yeah, it, <laughs> it watches the door. Hmm. Yeah, just pat, piss patter in with yep. bare feet. <laughs> I go sit oh, down, play cards, and I put Eric on the other As side. As you walk over to them, they eyeball you and just point at the bar. Pull out my compound, do this. <laughs> they don't seem that interested. Turn back around to the bar there. <laughs> um, they all eyeball the raven. The three guys sitting and playing cards all have eyeballed it. Yeah. Definitely. Barkeep, human, probably 30, 35, big guy, semi-balding. As you make your way to him, he's just cleaning glasses. Small glass of wine, one copper. Jug of wine, one silver. You only sell wine here. Small glass of wine, <laughs> one Red copper. looks so confused. <laughs> Jug of wine, one silver. <laughs> I'm looking confused as well, because what kind of bard doesn't serve spear <laughs> or spirits? Small glass of wine, one copper. I turn away from you the bar and head towards the two people that look like the dude that was in the ditch. The one person. The one person yeah. that looks like the dude in the ditch. He's seen you come in. Is he sat down? Yes, indeed. Near the fireplace. The fire's not particularly putting much warmth out here into the room, but it's definitely warmer than it was outside. It's quite a meagre fire. I use prestidentation and increase the fire to be more like a small actual campfire. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. You just look at it and just do that. It's noticeable straight away. It warms up in the room. You invoke it. How do you invoke your magic? Uh, it's. But how do you actually. This would be vocal and. Is it hand on sword? Is it. It's just literally like a. Yeah. Just like an on. Yeah. <laughs> Switch on. How supple. He, how dull. He gives you a small nod. You sit down and. You're going to sit with him? Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks around at all of you. Oh, Red's having a wonder. She's. So the inn is in disrepair, there's a lot of broken floorboards, mm -hmm. the paintings are not looking great, um, odd mismatch of stools and chairs, a lot of rips in things which just haven't been repaired. Mm. Um, in its, you think this place could probably seat about 60, it's currently got four people. Mm. And the, the chat is whispered conversation between these three Vistani. As they jest, there's no humour in them playing cards. There's no joy of, hooray, I've won. They just seem to be playing cards. He welcomes you. 
Uh, Travellers? Have you sent a runner recently with a letter? I'm going to be quite blunt. Yeah. Okay, what you say is what you say while you're in the inn. My father did. Why? Did they reach you? Have they returned? No. Your message didn't make it. Uh, it just got past the gate with the two headless statues. I see. I see. But you found it. Wolves. Just pipes up. I see. The person you're speaking to, probably 5'11". Wearing, again, slightly nicer as you're closer to him. You can see he's now in a gambeson. Um, it's got armour pointing on it. Doesn't look like it's been used that much. Dark hair, but grain. Longish coming round his face. Um, this kind of paler skin complexion. No beard or facial hair. Quite a strong jawline to him. His, his face doesn't really match his mannerisms. If... If you were to see this guy in like Waterdeep or something like that and dress him in the right way, he's got one of those faces, big, strong, but he is semi-hunched. Quite a nervous gentleman. I see. But it did find its way to you. Sadly, yes. Then, then please join me. Do you drink? Sat down. Your comrades? You, you travel together? Come, please. Looks at them like... In a manner of speaking. <laughs> we are thrown together as such. Eric, uh, a jug of wine, please. As he pulls out a substantial coin purse and puts down a silver piece. Eric, small glass of wine, one copper piece. Jug of wine, <laughs> one silver piece. Holds it up. Is that what he says? You really are new here, aren't you? <laughs> Join me for a while, please. Have a seat. What is that? Why does he keep turning down the seat? The others? I'll sit. Yeah. yeah. I'll stand behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I stand. Little one? Yeah, sure. She'll plonk herself on the edge. Excellent. I'm just looking at that coin purse. I'm going to mm -hmm. be honest. <laughs> My name is Ismark. It's Mark Kalyanovich. I am the Burgermeister here now. The three Vasani give a practiced chuckle and all raise their glasses and take a swig to it. Huh. Uh, the letter you received was from my father. My, my sister, it's, it's hard to explain, it's a long story. Sorry if I'm, he wants her and he, he comes to the house and tries to take her, but she doesn't want to go with him. Most of the time she doesn't want to go with him, but sometimes she does, but it's not really her who wants to go with him, but she cannot resist him. So father, it was too much every night. Every night they came. 
and it got worse and it got worse and then I left and I came here instead but now she is alone what happened to your father? well he's dead isn't he? <laughs> that's why he's the new burgermeister quite simple read the letter as he nervously kind of puts his hands through his kind of shoulder length graying hair so now I am the burgermeister this is the village of Barovia I wish I could welcome you under happier times. As again, when he says it, they all raise their glasses to him, to Ismark the Lesser, and they all again laugh amongst themselves and have a drink. Yes. Yes. Perhaps... Perhaps I should take you to the house? Come, come. Who exactly is after your sister? He is after my sister. That's too vague. <laughs> Red hops. <laughs> Just... Who is he? Oh, you really are new here. Indeed. He looks over to the Vistani. Come, come to the house. Yes. I'll return your jug, Eric. Small glass of wine is one copper. <laughs> A jug of wine is one silver. Yes, yes, I shall return this. The free Vistani. Yes, you better. Come. I look at the the Vistani and be and do an intimidation. Yep. Basically. Respect your burgomaster. If he is the leader of this town, you respect him. It's quite simple. Give me a roll. Give me a roll. <laughs> uh, 21. <laughs> you see... My the... eyes change colour oh. to a dark, dark green. <laughs> the human you've been travelling with, who's not really told you his name properly, just pipes up. The shoulders go back. Chin up. And as you do it, they kind of do take notice. But there is three of them, but there's a lot of you. <laughs> as they kind of, yes, yes. But you can tell you got all three of their attentions, definitely. Is Mark kind of half hand on the shoulder as thanks and half on the shoulder to pull you away? Good, thank you. Come, I'll take you to the house. There's a big wolf just outside the door. Oh, yes. <laughs> As he immediately takes a step half backwards into She just, you. she slips through his legs and just yeah. like pops onto the wall. Good. Legs just swing out the side. Um, he points you over to his house. Much bigger house than the rest. Door boarded, windows boarded, up, up and bottom. Um, it's three stories, but the top is like a converted attic. Big gloomy house iron gate as it creaks as it opens um, you can see the garden has been heavily heavily disrupted anyone with survival or investigation to try and look at the tracks to work out what's going on you're more than welcome to if that's tickles your fancy 13 16 10 1 <laughs> <laughs> that's four. Um, what did you get 13 13. Wolves, definitely. Wolves Humans, have been in the town. In the town. Oh. 
Um, all of the sort of what was the garden has just been trampled into a mush. Um, As in normal wolves? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, humans, definitely. Um, you can see a lot of scrapes and pride wood on the windows has been pulled and then pushed back again multiple times. Um, that's about it. It looks like it's happened multiple times. Mm. This wasn't a one-off. This is tracks over tracks over tracks over tracks. It's hard to see if it is getting worse, like you suggested. He gets to the door and knocks, using the knocker on it. Irina. Irina, it's me, your brother. Some time passes. Brother? Irina, yes, it's me. Ismark, open the door. As he kind of looks over his shoulder, as you hear one, two, couple of bits of wood moved away. You see standing in the door, she looks tired, but she is very beautiful. Um, standing maybe five foot seven, auburn hair coming down, very natural cut, but fits her frame and her body. Wearing um, a chainmail shirt, you'd be able to tell instantly this wasn't made for her. You probably would as well. Um, but it's fitting her well. It's not for a big man, but it's definitely, you've seen women's armour and how you can shape it differently to be fitting. Um, stands long sword in one hand. Brother, brother, quick. Is he here? No, it's fine. I have friends. They will help us. They will help us, Irina. Come, come quickly. As you see, inside this house is nice. It's well kept. Um, it's a large open foyer with a big staircase going up. A couple of candles. She's holding one. Um, and it looks like there's various other places that you could fit lights, but they're just not lit. As you come in with your light, the room does light up as well. Um, you make your way in quickly as between them. They quickly close the door and put the barricades. Oh, praise. She looks at you for a second, seeing you and the, the symbolism. Oh, the Dawn Lord has blessed us. So the message, it reached. Has he returned? As he kind of looks down. They didn't really say no. Is he with them? As again, you, you, you see, he, this Mark's not saying yes or no, he's just looking down. Mm. And just no, leaving. He's not. He's dead in the ditch. Being, being attacked by wolves. Very simple. That's why we're here. I, I see. <laughs> I don't know why we keep putting our pit pat feet around these people. <laughs> They're clearly in some distress. You see the dwarf with you. He's just kind Oh, of, yeah. He's he just, follows. Yeah, he's just been disappeared at the back. He's with you. Just having a look round. There's some coinage here, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um... This Mark then kind of comes back, come to the study, and you see Irina kind of looks, yes, yes, brother, to the study, as they both make their way through the house. They're definitely carrying the lights with them, but with you guys there, it's much nicer. Mine's probably gone out by now. 
yeah your light would still be on you can bring it back whenever you like um make their way through the study is um well kept good few books in here you can't leather bound um looks like it was used as you're all given seats and ismark returns with glasses and the wine is poured out the wine anyone who takes it is of reasonable quality it's not great it's not crap it's you've had worse wine you've had had a lot better red sticks her tongue in it and immediately just goes (laughs) (laughs) so it's a bit safer in here my name is ismark so i said this already haven't i as he kind of looks to his sister (laughs) she sits the way a lady would sit the shoulders go back the head goes up but she still wears this chain she looks tired but she also looks proud and trained these dark eyes with this hair and this sort of palish complexion she's maybe 20 21 22 kind of age not wearing any makeup but is not unattractive It's Mark takes over talking again. There, puts a hand kind of on his sister as you're sat around this study. They are new to Barovia. They have questions. I'll do what I can. Yes, yes little one. And she points towards the door. Wolves. Yes. Humans. It's Mark. Yes, they come in the night, but not not since father passed. They could sense Cock, his path. ahead. Why? We don't know. What happened to your father? Then? It was too much for him, and his every night for a week, maybe longer, he came in the night with his creatures. Who is this? We need to know. As Ismonk's about to talk, Irina pipes up and she has a vile expression on her face. The devil. The devil strad. Sister. He is the Lord of Brovia. <coughs> is he not the Lord of where you are from? believe so. Nope. All of these lands belong to him. All of us belong to him. Why does he want to? Again, Ismark kind of steps up to the plate. As is where you are from, I am sure. It is not uncommon for souls to be reborn, to, to, to come back. Sorry. And he believes, he believes Irina is his lost love. Uh, Tatiana, he says. Reborn in her body. That sounds very strange. Is this not the same for you? No. No. Oh, I see. 
Eric. Eric is not got a soul. So when he was born, a soul was not born into him. He looks at you genuinely confused that you don't understand what he's saying. What do you mean? I'm not talking about my Eric, are you? At the Eric. Bu- Eric. Eric. Oh, I've heard Eric. Wine, Eric. <laughs> oh, right. I wasn't born without a um, soul. So, so some humans are born with souls and some are not. And those born with souls are old souls. Have been once before, twice before, a hundred times before, perhaps. That's not how the world works. That is how Barovia works. And Barovia is a shithole. <laughs> oh dear. What do you need help with? Because I'm getting bored. <laughs> Can't hold a point of old Barovia. Sit. That um. There is another town couple of days ride from here, a walled town, where I think my sister would be safe from Strad. She kind of steps in. The devil's Strad. If he rules here, would he not just ask the town to open their doors? Then there is another town, not far from there, where a saint was born and they still have an abbey dedicated she will be safe there. That is hallowed ground. Do you think you could get my sister there? Get her safe? I, I will pay you whatever you ask. As a dwarf who's just been... You've almost not noticed it's there. <laughs> just at the back. The only thing you want, lads... <laughs> Yes, anything. Just keep her safe. Amen. Anything else? Perhaps I can give you some money now? Sounds like a great plan. Um, you could also use some information as well. Anything. Information and money. Well, some travel expenses would definitely help. Here. You're all acting as if it is entirely normal. We, we fall asleep in a woods, surrounded by bears and wolves, and we wake up in mist and fight shadows and then walk. And now you're agreeing to, because the dead body had a letter on it, take some human, what, four days' ride to some abbey where there might be some bones. That, oh, what are we doing? What should we do instead? Red suggests <sighs> werewolves. Perhaps we should do something <laughs> about that. Yeah, I really want to know. Like, I'd rather not be living with werewolves. Unless the prince is that devastat. As far as I can tell, I think that prince is the same Strad guy. As, as you pipe up. He is the lord of this land. The Irina looks at you. So you have just come here, just just today. Yes. Yes, today. We were taken here. 
by um, a man you might be, I don't know if you know him, he's Mr. Uh, Starner. Starner. One of the Festini. Starner. I know him well. He travels through. Has he been through recently? He has. Where did he go? They have a camp. They call it the Tsar Pool. It is not far from here, maybe a day. You can, I can show you it if you like. Is it in the same direction as the way you wanted to go? Yes. It's been a long time since I've been there. The roads are dangerous and we do not travel. Will you be travelling with us to help your sister? Is Mark kind of looks um I, I must, yes, yes, I must. And she looks to him. Oh brother, thank you, brother. But no, you you must stay here and look after the townsfolk. They they need you now more than ever. They need strong leadership as father trained you. Be strong. Is it the sort of strong leadership that your family does that allows strange old women to buy children with pasties of your people. They weren't bad. As they look at you. It's the same. Do not eat those pasties, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to. They, I, I already have. You've met Morgana, I see. Yes, you do not seem to be very in charge of this town. During the day, my brother does what he can, but at night, you must lock your door and open it for no one. Is this not the same way you are? That seems everyone has a wonderful fight life that I would really like to get back to. Red doesn't have a door. <laughs> I rarely have a door. Uh, I will show you where the Vistani live. And then we are not far from the wall town. If you want, you can you can leave me there. Very well. That seems like a better plan than yeah. just going along with whatever the first person we bump into says that we should possibly do. Yes. If this super evil guy is after this lady as well, perhaps we can get to him through her. So you're telling me you think this devil's whatever his name is, the prince. Strad. If he is truly the ruler of this land, and this land is Bavolvia, then he is. It would make sense. Is he a prince? No, he is not my prince. Mm. Who is your prince? Do you have a lord? Someone you pay your taxes to, perhaps? Strad. Strad. Devil Strad. Yes. Devil is not the prince. So, the Vistani, some of them call him prince. Yes. yes. Ah, there it's him. He is old, very old. They say there was a time when his heart was not black, but I cannot believe it. Irina says, for it is black. Well, this seems like as good a plan as any. I have one request first. Yes. Father's body is still here. We shall take it to the chapel. You have a chapel here? It's not far, just on the hill. We shall do it now. 
Is it not nighttime when you said we should lock our doors and stay inside? <laughs> In the morning. That makes sense. I'm quite tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they do indeed. They, they feed you. It is mushroomy. That's mm, fine. Delicious. Mushroomy. Mushroom. Um, Eating with hands. <laughs> yep, yeah, you spend the night. They're pleasant enough hosts. I'll fast forward a little bit. Anyone want to do anything over the evening? I'll try and get to know everyone a bit better. Yeah. Are you going to introduce your names? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read, the, uh, read some of the, the leather bound books. It is um, very grim fairy tales esque. <laughs> <laughs> is there Good anything that is say. in any um, other languages? No. Okay. Um, it's common-ish book. So um, I have. Um, give me a d twenty, and I'll tell I you what you learn. I have the eyes of the rune of the keeper, so I can read all right. Yeah, give me a, a d twenty, and I'll tell you what you can glimpse from reading through the notes. Oh, great, a six. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be basic. Um, there are basically looking for history. Barovia um, was conquered by Strahd. Okay. What year? Um, you're having a bit of trouble working out the year. Okay. Takes you a little bit longer. About seven hundred years ago. This guy needs to die. <laughs> I said it quite out, quite plainly. Um, it's named after his father. Um, he lives in um, a castle. Called Castle Ravenloft, um, which is named after his mother. Um, there's such a sweet point. Three main settlements here. This town, the walled town, and the town with the. Yeah, bear with me. Sorry, I'll give you the actual names. Um, Someone writing this down. Yeah. Um, the town of Valaki lies in the heart of the valley. Its burgomeister is named Baron Vargas Volanokovich. The fortified village of Kresik, which is the one next to you guys, lies at the west. Oh no, that's the furthest one. Lies at the west end of the valley uh, and is built around an old abbey. And the village burgomeister is named Dmitri Kreskov. Um, we'll do a sort of a group information. That's kind of the lay of the land you get. Um, Go run in there. Yep. Well, I'll spend the evening trying to get to know the people that I'm stuck with. Um, as you get to know the dwarf, he introduces himself. Hey, lads, my name is Falden Umgat. Shakes your hand, and I'm going to bed. Away he goes. Okay. I would follow when he goes. And yep. Just... Um, you're shown rooms. It's quite a nice house. I would suggest that perhaps we take a leisurely walk. Via maybe some some corridors that don't have people in. <laughs> have a little snoop around. Yeah, just have a little a little look at yeah. things that might be takeable. Yeah. <laughs> Give me just a stealth, and I'll tell you what you find. 
I'll just give you a set amount of sneaking money that you managed to get hold of. (laughs) (laughs) You crash into something. Plus three for stealth, but still. It's It's, it's not going well. He's actually like, hey, that's... Fuck off, back to bed. Mm. I'll do this. I thought we were friends. Aye. Aye. Gives you a little shove and uh, has a little... Has a little rummage. (laughs) Sorry. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. I'm Jackal. I'm falsely accused. Jackal the falsely accused is a yeah. really bad surname. It is a very bad surname. <laughs> but I, I'll keep it. Yeah, it seems to be the title that I'm uh, settled on now. <laughs> All things considered. I Maybe you don't believe the situation that I was thrown in after everything that happened. <laughs> All I know is that I had to go to Daggerford to find some priest who had uh, ensnared some girl. And by the look of it, you had. Not my own fault. I did nothing wrong. She fell for me. I rejected her. Their father got a little strange. (laughs) Was it merely your natural... Draconic wiles that uh, <sighs> ensnared her, or was it something else? It is something just magical. No, it is nothing magical. It is as you're kind of talking about this. Irina is giving you the the look. Yeah, everyone seems to kind of fancy me when they first meet me, and uh, <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> he is. Yeah, yeah. Red's just. <laughs> it just kind of happens. Um, I don't know. He He's has this kind of perfect symmetry, <laughs> Adonis kind of statuesque. Look, you like lizards. Everything's <laughs> falling in the very right places. Too right. Yeah, exactly. Mm, nature doesn't make him that way. <laughs> Irina kind of looks to you. We should sleep. Tomorrow will be a long day. We'll be up at first light, very father. Yes, I can show you to your rooms. Sounds fine. I'm going to sleep in the library. Yeah, I was about to say, Red, Red's just going to yep. hit the floor to sit You're on. You're more than welcome to sleep wherever you like. They've got enough rooms for you to share, whatever. Uh, I'll ask the guy if he has any weaponry that I can take. What do you use? Uh, mace. Yep, they will dig out a light mace for you, d6 damage. Thank you all. Um, morning rolls around. Unless anyone wants to do anything in the night? No. No. <coughs> I tried. Yeah. I failed. Sure yeah. <laughs> um, your dreams are not too weird. We'll call it in a bit. Um, it is first light. Before first light, you are awoken. Um, travelling lunch or travelling breakfast very quick. Um, they have a sort of makeshift coffin. It looks handmade by them. And they... Red's going to walk up to it and just be like... Yeah. He is sealed like, in there. Doesn't know what it is. He's already in. She's just projecting outwards, yeah. just what? It's a dead body. Is it fully sealed? Yeah. The lid is on, but it's not nailed no. down. And then again, just why? <laughs> I lift it. Lift the lid, because it's not nailed down. Yeah. And close the lid. Mm. Yeah, you see... And then again, why? <laughs> uh, you see a man who looks similar to Ismark. Um, 
good jawline, strong face, strong not eyes. Drooping a little bit. Pardon? Yeah, not a little drooping bit. Drooping a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little droopy. Mm. You would guess six, five, six days. Yeah. Okay. Um, hoist him up, exit the town or exit the house. Again, similar rigmarole. Door open up. Sun's not risen yet. There was no incidents last night. Um, you can see now better the sort of chapel on the hill. It's quite a sorry looking sight. Um, even from here, the door is slightly ajar. It doesn't look immaculate from some of the shrines and chapels that you've seen. Who is this chapel dedicated to? Um, from here, you can't really tell. Okay. Who's carrying him? Pardon? Certainly not me. Uh, they asked you to. Can you I'll assist? Yeah, probably say four will do it comfortably. I won't be able to reach. Yeah. I was going to say I can try, but if it's on your shoulder, yeah. I'm not reaching. <laughs> They'll assist Ismark wants to. Um, you make your way up the hill. It's tough going on the legs. Um, you can see sort of moss on the outside of this um, church. It may have been white at one point, but now it's gone to this kind of deep, murky grey. Um, the stone walls in a number of places are falling and a lot of places are sagging completely. And then as you get to the inner, you can see bends in them for sure. Uh, it looks worn and weary. You can see towards the back, a bell tower stands, the door slightly aghast, slightly open. As you make your way in and you can hear the mutterings of a man inside with a coarse, deep voice. Morning, God. Oh, please answer this prayer. Answer Red this growling. prayer. As you enter, you can see coming into the room two doors immediately either side, and then looking straight down, you can see a man bent full down, head on the floor as he's praying. You can see a holy symbol in front of him, made of wood, but clearly painted in a gold as he mutters to himself. Everyone give me a perception check, please. Six. Fourteen. Eighteen. Critical fail. <laughs> oh boy. Nine. Eighteen. Eighteen, and was there a fourteen? Uh, fourteen. Okay, you're more interested in the holy symbol as you look at it. Um, you've heard rumours of this one. Um, it's called the Morning Lord. It's a god which kind of comes across in lots of different places. I'll give you, I'll print something out for you so you can have a read up so it's okay. not for next time. Um, it's like a, a sun on a stick made of wood and it's painted gold and that's it. As you enter, you can hear this, what you would assume is the cleric bent over, but you also hear another voice. Oh, please, father, please feed me. Please, Father. Please. She immediately pulls up and starts looking around. It was coming from below the church. She <laughs> looks down. Yeah. As you can see, you're walking a cotton that's kind of like wooden. This place definitely has a basement. Yeah, she's going to set that out to everyone and say that there's something else. There's something underneath yeah. us. It is where the voice was coming from. It's directly yeah. below him. Yeah. She's the only one who can hear the voice. Mm -hmm. Well, she's projected it to she's us. Told us so she's now said, "There's something, and <laughs> I can hear something else underneath him." 
you can see the doors to the sides are all open slightly. I call out father. He doesn't look up, he just still hunched over muttering to himself, his voice very coarse. I'll turn to the guy if it's normal. No. Maybe put down your father for now. Irina, yes, I think that may be best. <laughs> father, what is wrong? What is it, father? The son calls out. No answer. You lower the coffin. We do not have long. We should go in quick. If we are to make it there, we need to leave soon. Well, what we need to, what we do earlier, we're going to bury your father and just leave him here. She starts to walk in towards the priest. Uh, I'll walk in next to him. Yep. Um, as you walk in, you can see this kind of main hall. Um, so you can see to the side these two kind of side rooms. And the main, you can see mildew in here. All of the pews are smashed. Um, at the front, you can see this holy symbol sitting on what is left of the central, where he would give sermons. It doesn't look like anyone else has been in here for a long. There is a deep smell of dampness here. Um, there's debris everywhere. And you can still hear this priest's coarse voice. As you step forwards, you can see um, to the sides um, two bedrooms, one either side. Um, dirty beds, the sort of smell hits you from the side. Um, one of the other rooms on your right, you can see um, a smaller room um, and a trapdoor within it going down as you continue to walk forwards as you get so you've kind of walked into the main church bit who's going forwards i'm going with the yeah she kind of hand on the hilt of this sword that she's taken looks very uneasy but is steady she's not shaking she just continues father what is it i may be able to help tell us father i'll swing my shield out <laughs> doesn't seem to as you keep going as he, oh, morning, Lord, break this mist, I pray. You hear this really dry course as you step, as you hear this. Ah! Bloods in the church, father. Blood in the church. Feed me, I can sense their blood, father. Shh. Oh, please be quiet. Oh, morning, Lord, make them shut up, make them shut up. Please make them shut up. Feed me their blood, Father. I'm so hungry. Is this the voice coming from below? Yeah. Uh -huh. Head towards the trap door. Oh, yes. yes. Red's going to go straight for that trap door. Yeah, I'm with you. Straight up, silver bolt is just being knocked. Yeah, into the spears out. Into the crossbow. Yep. You see, the trap door has a simple chain across it with a lock on it. Don't open that lock. You make it to the priest who now seems insanely shaken as she gets to him and sort of gingerly puts a hand and has to physically move him. You can see his eyes red with tears as he's been crying, drool on the floor, spit on the floor, his knees and elbows bloodied from where he'd been cramped over. 
and you can see the sort of aching pains that he's got in his body just for him to move around is, is very sore for him. Father, what has happened here? I suggest eyes set into sort of middle distance. She looks to you for help. You hear this voice again from below. Please, Father, I am so hungry. It's been so long. Feed me, Father. Just a little. Just a little, Father. As he just kind of looks to you. All he can do is shake his head. Uh, you can sense evil from underneath, for sure. Uh, from the priest? No. The priest is a goodie. I was going to say, cast divine nope. sense, but I thought, actually, nope. it's quite he's, he's, he's a good guy. Uh, I'll kneel down and I'll um, do cure wounds on him to try and... Yeah, him. nice. Give me a d8 plus your level, please. Uh, six? Yeah, nice. You see a lot of, as you invoke... Um, normally, if you're casting your your prayers inside a holy place, mm -hmm. it's much easier. Yeah. Here, it's it's a bit of a job. You have to really focus on the words, the language, everything. Everything has to be perfect for you to feel that connection as you... He kind of comes to his senses slightly. Are you okay, Father? Who are you? These, these are friends, Father. This is Jackal with falsely accused. <laughs> <laughs> He's a priest of something. He didn't tell us what it is. Um, oh, you didn't want to talk to This is me. a uh, half orc paladin of something, I think, Justice. As, as he says, looks at both of you. Blessing of the, uh, the morning lord on you. I reach out my hand. Yeah, he'll peasantly reach up. And to you also. Okay. You're kind of, you going to carry on introducing us? It <laughs> looks no, around for a second it. and sees that you two are priests. What manner of evil was taking root in this place? You can see him weighing up things and in his head. Do you have, do you have knowledge of the undead? Some of reverting them. Uh, so uh, silver arrow to the head, smash their brains out. No, that won't do it. That won't do it. If there's stig in the heart, wells, fire. That won't do it. Fire, sunlight. What else is there? <laughs> Divine power looking at you. <laughs> he None of these will do, none of these will do, none of these will do, though. What will do it? I, Irina kind of looks to him and grabs him. Donovich. Father Donovich. And she kind of puts her hand on his face. Strat came for me. Strad came and he wants he wants to take me. Father. 
my, my father, the, the Burgermeister, he, his heart, he's, he's gone. As you see, the, whatever you did to bring this priest back, he just glazes over again. And he gets down and you hear him just sort of going over this camp as he's got some kind of prayer necklace and he's just going through it. We need to deal with the thing underneath this church. He definitely hasn't distressed and he's definitely not something that should be left to leave. Want this lock undone? Please, Father, let them. Just a nipple, just a small, I'll be good, just, just a small, it won't happen again, Father, I promise. I promise, Father. I think we have to deal with this. If hackles could raise on a halfling, then the hackles are up. <laughs> I do not feel comfortable leaving this alone. What do you do? Point at the trap door. Yeah, have a quick <laughs> look yep. around. Everyone's in agreement, and then I'm going to pick that lock. I'm not heading down there. Yep. We can, uh, Give me a roll pick. Uh, while she's picking, we'll shield up. Uh, so or I'll shield up like at the entrance of the door. I know I have it. Hang on. Uh, What's it under? Could be slight of hand. It's uh, like, oh, no, it's just it's just thieves. It's just thieves tools. So it's a D twenty plus two. Oh, I have thieves tools. Yeah. So it's just a D twenty plus two. Nineteen. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, you see, she's quite agile with her hands. This little tiefling. And tail. <laughs> and it pops open as the chain just slides away from it. Is it dark down there? Yes, of course it's dark. Okay. So, <laughs> right. Cool. I am going to cast fairy fire. Ooh. To light up everything in that room, win a. Ooh, what color am I going to pick? Uh, it's going to be. It clings to people as well, doesn't it? It clings to it. So each object and any yeah. creature in the area when the spell is cast is outlined in the light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, nice. For up to one minute. Okay. Uh, so yeah, she's going to mutter some you things. Poke your head down so you can see. Yeah. And she's going to mutter several, there's a little bit of druidic in there, a little bit of halfling, just lots of all the languages she knows all thrown together. No, it's a bit of wolf. And then, yeah, a bit of wolf, some snarls, and then just a, a violet light comes out the hands violet. and starts to Normally, light things up. Normally, it would be violet. Ooh. <laughs> You've done this well before. Mm -hmm. Everything kind of gets this almost translucent, ghostly like edge, a shimmer. shimmer to them, but it gets brighter and brighter. Mm. But it is not a violet, not a nice welcoming light. No it is. You may have seen spectral creatures. It's kind of put that kind of edge that spectral creatures have to them. They've come kind of like that. So they're brighter, definitely. And you can see. So you can see stood underneath where would be the altar at the front. Mm -hmm. um, human. 20 to 25. Ripped clothes, <coughs> claw marks down his face, down his arms. You can see with the light on him now, bite marks on his own wrists. You can see he's got full teeth out as the light kind of comes and he tries to hide from it and can't with his short dark hair missing scrapes <sighs> as the fangs come out full and he goes into a kind of feral position and gets into a corner away from you. Mm. Right. So yeah, she sort of communicates like. <laughs> Do you go down into the basement? Uh, I'll just yeah, she's gonna hop burn down. it. Yeah, I'm going in. I'm gonna burn it. 
Pardon? I'm going to just say quick fire. <laughs> yeah? No questions asked? <laughs> no questions asked. So, what order are you going down the stairs to start with? Just I mean, so she's already popped down. Yeah, you're popped down. I'd have off the... Yeah. I mean, I did the lock, so I'm going to be yeah. Yeah. right down okay, in there so as well. You can fit like two uh, side down the stairs. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll start going Okay, down. everyone give me initiative, please. <laughs> Fighting time. Nope. Nine. One. Hang on, where's initiative gone? A uh, uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, initiative is probably the best thing to get a one. Bloody hell. <laughs> Four. We all feel we brilliant, didn't we? Uh, so, 14. Three. Nine. One. Four. <laughs> We did well. We did well. We did well. Good job, team. So it was 14? Mm-hmm. Nine. <laughs> you four. came third with your four. Yeah. Oh, boy. Three. <laughs> and a one. You tripped down the <laughs> stairs. That's my initiative as well. You're all rubbish. The light from your spell is just really annoying. I mean, that's not how it's supposed to look. I have dark vision, so you've ruined it. <laughs> I mean, it's still dark. You can just see everything now. <laughs> I'd rather it was just more dark. Just all. You start to invoke this. Mm-hmm. And you feel your normal connection, but it feels so distant, like so distant to your God. And you just... You're up first. I cast Bless on... Who's, who's in front? You two. Mm-hmm. Okay, I cast Bless on you two and myself. So it's only three people? Yeah. Yep, you invoke this spell. Mm-hmm. What does Bless do? So, um, I bless up to three creatures if I do a choice within range. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, so in a minute, within a minute, the target can roll a d4 and add the number null roll to the attack roll or saving throw. Nice. Cool. You get plus one d4. This spell doesn't change. You feel warm mm-hmm. and you feel something from within yourself. This inner, your inner drive gets bigger and stronger. Red, you're up. Cool. Uh, your wolf is outside. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's a bit he's too like, big to get down here. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, mate. Um, two, 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 two. How far away is it? It's like uh, about the thirty foot. Away. Yeah. It's uh, in a corner. I, I can start going towards it. Can't yeah. really get there. You start making your way as you. But do. like very much. He's just shield like, spear. Trying to look round. He's not coming for you yet. I hex it. As a bonus action, so I start and I start saying words in abyssal. Yep, and then basically just point at it. So now it is under my hex because it doesn't get a save. You place a curse on a creature that you can see within range until the spell ends. You deal an extra one d six of necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Nice. Um, and then, so that's one spell done. And then I am going to fire a <coughs> beam of crackling energy towards it. Also speaking into Abyssal. How do you do it? Is it out of your sword? Is it, it out of blade or out of the hilt? literally just out of my hand. Okay. Um, the beam of crackling energy strikes towards the creature within the range. Give me a roll to hit. Uh, so it's plus five. Uh, crit. Woo! <laughs> Give me some dim. Um, so you roll all dice twice, but only add the numbers once. Okay, is that how crit works? Yeah. Okay, so d one d ten worth of damage. There's a d ten, a d ten, and a d six. So I get to roll them twice, yeah. Yep. So I'll have to look it up properly, but I believe that's correct. Okay, so I'm going to keep the six. Yep. 
Uh, because I can't get higher than a six on a d6. Nope. And then I've got an eight. So do I re-roll that? You'd roll both. Are so you, you, you do your damage and then do your damage again. Oh, wow. Can so you roll I do... a d4 as well? Because no, you're not. No, no. no. So, so far he's taken... Eight plus six, so 14 points of damage. <laughs> and what sort of magic damage is it? It is... Uh... <laughs> it just says force damage. Okay, nice. Yeah, that will hit it. Um, and that's another seven on top of that. Nice. Yeah, so, you... Anyone? He's not ready for it at all. As you come out, you put your hex on it, and then your other hand and electricity just <laughs> arcs across the room. You get this kind of just <laughs> all of the air rushes forwards as it strikes him, and he is not prepared. He is thinking you guys are coming down to be eaten. He no longer thinks that. <laughs> Catherine. Switch bolt time. Out of range at the moment. You'd have to come forward really? a bit, just a little bit. So not He's like about 30 feet, 30 feet away. Yeah, from the very front you're about 30 feet, you're about 40 at the moment. So if, oh, you, okay. come, if you come forwards a bit, you can do it. Can I do that? Yep. yep. Okie dokie. So he gets to save, or do you roll to hit him? Um, roll to hit. Okay. I think, yep. Give me a roll to hit. Crit. Crit. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Give me some damage, please. That is 1d12 plus... I'm blessed. Uh, you don't double the bless, only the d12, I believe. Okay. <laughs> ten, uh, 10 plus... 7. 17. Yeah, so and and the bless. Eighteen. He really didn't... Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out and like this, like just starts spinning on the spot, and you just get Ma like this massive crackle of wild chaos oh, energy. I'm, I'm, I'll move down forward and try and yep, sacred flames. <laughs> Give me a roll to hit, please. It's a dexterity dodge for him. Oh, is it? Yeah. He saves. Okay. <laughs> As he just gets smashed by these two big spots, I'm gonna give him disadvantage on it. Actually, he still saves. Okay. You get smashed, unless you're at 17. No, it's not. He's going to be all right, I think. You get smashed with these two big spells just come out of him. How do you do which? Is it just a concentration? It's like this whirling dervish, like, spin on the spot, like, sparks Oh, give me a d20, everywhere. please. Pardon? Give me a d20. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. Seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As your energy then builds up and starts pummeling him, basically. Um... When you've seen it before, it'd be like little. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Um, this time, when it comes, you'll actually see small, um, like shadows just come and strike him every time, and then you feel nice about it. Right, it's his turn. He is going to charge at the front. You see, I oh, know he's not. He's going to who hit him? One, two. I'm like a hundred and as you're, feet. you're I'm like over here somewhere. You closed the distance now, didn't you? No, I you did less. I closed the distance. I moved closer. I moved a bit closer Kitty. as well. But... Um I was third I was in the second row. Yeah. Um, so you did bless and went forwards a bit? Yeah. Okay. He begins to run around the side of the room. 
But instead of just running around the side, his feet then start running on the wall uh. and then on the ceiling. And then he just pounces, claws out, teeth out for you. Yay! <laughs> what is your armour class, please? Eleven. Mm. He gets you. Thought you might. <laughs> Take four points of damage. As then he then sinks his teeth into you. Wow! And take nine points of necrotic oh. damage. How, how does one? Is that just? Yeah, so just yeah. Those who are near him. I'm not he right. was pretty messed up. <laughs> you see a lot of his wounds close. Yeah. Okay. So he runs round onto the ceiling, pounces, grabs onto you. He's still got hold of you. Right. I've, I've, I've looked better. He was very quick. What do you want? Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. You don't take the first damage. You don't take the bite damage. So just the nine? Yeah, just the nine, sorry, sorry. Okay, I feel slightly better than I was before. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's correct. I'm sorry, it's correct, it's correct. Keep the damage, <laughs> keep the damage. <laughs> and it's you first. <laughs> How close is he? He's on you. All right, I fucking smash him in the face as much as I can. Give me a roll to hit, please. Mm, plus five, 14. And plus your d4. Because you're blessed. Mm, yeah. Thing. On the money. So you, as you strike in, it's missing, it's missing, and then this deep something within you <laughs> burns as you, you strike in. <laughs> AC fifteen. Okay. So, give me some damage. Uh, it's a D eight, isn't it? So that is this one. Uh, six. Nice bludgeoning. You don't feel it's connected as well as it could have. Um, you hit him quite hard, but he seemed resistant to it. Red. I'm going to go uh, in with my spear. Yep. Eight. Miss. Uh, yeah. You come running in as he moved with such speed and grabs. As then you slide in and it just bounces off his tough skin and body. I've been Johnny. Um, Sorry, Gabriel. I will do Eldritch Blast again. Yeah, so you're going to try and nuke him? Not trying to, I'm not near him. You could charge him if you wanted to. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 17 plus 5. That's so, a big hit. Give me some damage. Uh, so it's 1d10 plus 1d6. He's still hexed. Uh, take 8 points of damage. Uh, one of that is necrotic. Only one, okay. Only one, and the other is four. The blast smashes into him again as you rock him from your back. You'll go! So I can... So at the moment you can try and use your concentration to keep your witching blast up on him. Yep. Or if you want, else. or you can let it drop. That's your first choice. I'm gonna... But if I keep it going, that is my turn, isn't it? Because that is my action. So if I use my action to do anything else, then... Ah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to keep it up 
but also um, invoke Tides of Chaos. Is that a bonus action or an action? Yeah, it's um, advantage on any roll. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so which one are you going for first? Do you get advantage on any roll? Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So do Tides of Chaos to get the advantage. Okay, you know? first of all, give me a roll because you're being bit by a vampire to make sure your spell goes <laughs> off. Eight. You're right. What's your, that's your, your level plus two, so yeah. We'll give you that. Mm-hmm. So Tides of Chaos, I don't think I roll for that. That's just... Or do I? I think <coughs> bonus action, Tides of yeah. Chaos. You, yeah, you quickly invoke. Give me a d20 again to see... Ten. No, it's not gone anything crazy. Give me your witching. That's a one d As you're just focusing. So you're not defending yourself. You are just focusing on... On D12. 10, but I get an advantage on this, don't I? So 10. Or... Advantage is only like to hit. Oh, okay. So yeah. just normal damage. So 10 plus the bless. 14. As you manage to keep your focus, as it's just fully on you, draining you. Do you want the magic roll as well? No, that's fine. Okay. I'm happy. I want to do something wild. Jackal. Um, is this thing looking hurt at all? Or? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. If you could <laughs> do a bit before, you know, he kills me, that would be great. Um, hmm. uh, I'm going to put um, Sanctuary on this thing that's getting attacked. Thing. Thing. You can't get thing. You invoke the spell. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll whip out my. So he has to make a will save to attack her, isn't it? Yeah, he has to make a will save to make an attack against her. Otherwise, nice. he has to target something else. Very nice. My go. He's going to try. Fails. <laughs> so who's close to him? What's your armor class? Nineteen. He tries to do the same to you without the running round matrix style as he looks at this tiefling you've been traveling with. Looks like he's about to pounce and then sort of shakes his head and then looks to you, eyes just fixate on your neck, pounces at you. The shield comes round fast as he just pushes these claws and teeth as he's biting down onto your shield. Feed me! Feed me! <laughs> as he's trying to get round, but just come. Your go. He's literally changing scenery. <laughs> um, I would like to smack him in the face with my warhammer again. Yes, please. Give me a roll to hit. <clears throat> uh, is it 21? 21. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some damage. Uh, Red, you've got him flanked mm-hmm. this round. Uh, I would also like to use my divine smite, but with a successful uh, so melee attack, I can. Oh yeah, regular one. So d8 first. That's five bludgeoning damage. Okay, and then how much? And then it's two d8 radiant damage for the successful. Three, so eleven radiant. Jeez. He is not looking well. Rit, you got him. Yep. I thought you say I got an advantage. I'll give you advantage on this. Yeah. Okay. 
So that's a that's a one I can re-roll it anyway. Because mm -hmm. I've got lucky. Fourteen. Yeah, that's a hit. Um right, so one D six plus four. So that's five plus the blessed four, nine. Nice. Um What is your fighting style like? Little pokey? Um, yeah. Shield up. Little like leather shield. Yeah. And then like, just Yeah. Like a hot like hot plate. Um your wolf comes bounding down the stairs <gasps> after hearing the fight kicking off. And he's it snarling helps. and seeing the situation and is coming forwards and is at your side now. Why can't you ride wolf? He's still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he's still asleep. Are you guys mad? <laughs> Gabriel, he's not looking well. <coughs> uh, <coughs> right, I'll do Aldrich Blast again. Yep. Didn't want to use my crossbow, but I actually get a better attack bonus for my spells. <laughs> Same. Uh, that will be a 10, badly. As you invoke, now the melee with him getting surrounded, <laughs> this wolf entering the fray, it's really hard. As you come in, it's kind of like, uh, there's a chance you could hit friend or foe. It hits the side of this building as a dust cloud erupts from it. Yes. Keeping up the witch bolt. Yep, you've got perfect concentration now. For some reason, he stopped biting you. <laughs> Who'd have thought? It was an almost pleasant sensation, though, when he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, give me some damage. Where's my 12? Oh, what? I didn't read this. Whenever you hit an attack move, you also choose one ability that you cast a spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made by their by the chosen ability. So my hex can basically make him um, take disadvantage on uh, dexterity rolls. Oh, nice. mm -hmm. 11. Again, you just keep this focus, keeping your calm. as he's, You can hear him near you, and you can see the fight as he's attacking this half-orc. Not able to penetrate her defense. He looks grim. He looks on his last legs. He looked hungry to start with and weaker. Jakul. Um, I'll get in there. Yep. Come forward. Bring the mace around. <laughs> Give me a roll to hit. You got advantage. He's completely surrounded. Okay. Oh my god. Double. Uh, eight. No, you miss. <laughs> As these. He somehow survives that round. What's your AC? Me, 19. Yeah. He's just flailing at you now. It's just swinging blindly, as you can see, almost sorrow in his face as he can't take his eyes off your neck. Please feed me. Please. What do you do? <laughs> Give me a roll to hit, please. Uh, 23. Yeah, that's a hit. Any damage will drop him. Uh, 11. Yeah. How do you want to do it? I want to aim right between the eyes and just wallop with the, the uh, pointed end of the um, warhammer. Yeah. You take a step back as he kind of sways back because you can see his face and skin tall against his body 
he's properly ran out of blood apart from what he managed to get from you very briefly. As his eyes kind of wander up to yours. You pull it out as he just falls over backwards. Good. I walk over. Yep. <laughs> Pull out my silver bolt. Stake him. Just put it straight in his heart, really yep. slowly. <laughs> and then Eric plucks his eyes out and swallows. Nice. Should we cut his head off, or what's the usual thing here? It should turn into dust. I think. Is this a vampire or a zombie? Can we try and check He's what we fighting. know it is? At least once blood, it's probably a vampire. As you post it in or poke you see he has one last spasm and then doesn't dust but does shrivel more mm. your knowledge or, or yours and yours well probably not yours <laughs> you would know that's it yeah. gone gone yeah fine Irina is everything okay I'm kind of like laid out on the floor just sort of sparking Occasionally, yeah. uh, Red's gonna go over and um, patch her up a little bit. Heal me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one d eight plus. Please heal me. That's my spell plus three. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Nice. You feel. So that's. Yeah. Is that ten points? Just yeah, ten points. Nice. Thank you. I uh, <laughs> I tell you. Eric to uh, tell the queen. To tell the Raven Queen that this thing that shouldn't be living that long is dead. <laughs> kind of squawks on your shoulder. Still doesn't feel quite right. We'll fast forward a little bit. You make your way back upstairs. The priest takes some food, takes some water. Irina brings it to him. Eventually comes back round. Well, thank you for your help. You did the only thing. Um... Sorry to say I couldn't do it. <coughs> it's okay, because it was your son. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just a little bit out. Sorry. <laughs> Irina's there. I knew him well. Was it the devil? Is he just kind of big nod? But that is enough of my problems. See, a hand comes forward, you worker's hands that you see that this priest has. Although he's quite a heavy set man, he's got a strong frame underneath it. Your father was a good man, strong man, and he stood against the devil's throat. Let us put him to rest. As he does, takes him outside. Asks for any assistance to dig the grave, but he's more than you can see. He's a strong man, but his body is tired. Anyone help? Yeah. Nope. Give me a give me a strength check, and we'll see how good you are. Yeah, I got a They're pretty um, good at digging. Twelve. I don't know. Yeah, you're you're of good assistance. Um, takes you a couple of hours to get the grave done. Uh, the service is nice. I won't roleplay it. Um. He talks about the good that he'd done for the community, how he stood against the overwhelming shadow of Ravenloft. And as he does, he looks up and into the distance 
you can see in the mist, in the mountains, that it rises and rises. And he points to this kind of black gloom. The sun has arrived as well. But we have a Nuremberg, Meister. The community will stay strong. As yes, I've been well trained, Father, and with you by my side. Yes, child, by your side. But now I must rest. Irina has explained that you were planning to travel to find somewhere safe and the priest has said that's a good idea to go tomorrow, one last day, get yourself prepared if he can be of any aid, just to ask. I'd like the question phrased. Yes. Who did your son bite? Who did your son bite? Me. No, before that. Oh. He shows you his own neck. And then covers it. Oh, he could be controlled. That he could control what was in him, babe. Yeah. I'll rest. I'll see you off. Rest, for tomorrow you'll travel the road. It is not safe. Thank you. You're welcome. He retires pretty sharpish. And you see him say a final prayer. Um, from what you saw with the father, the dad, they, this and the priest were very similar ages. Very similar ages. Go back to the house. Rest up. Mm-hmm. Get provisions. Get prepared. Get ready to move. As nightfall comes, and you're all preparing in the house, Ismark is, Ismark, I think you've got a grasp of what his character is. He's not making no tough decisions, and he's still not making any tough decisions. When it's preparing, wait, how much do you need? Um, Irina seems semi with it. You hear an almighty bell. As the bell tower rings, as if someone had pulled the rope with all of their strength, with everything they had behind it. All of their weight, you could say. Irina looks fearful. The bell does no longer rings. What is it? Again, you hear almost a semi, but nowhere near the strength that pulled the original. And she runs to the door and starts undoing it, but it is nightfall. And looks up towards the church. Does anyone go outside? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You make your way out. You see at the top of the hill maybe a hundred foot away in the darkness, a carriage pulled by six black horses, rider on the top, at the front of the church. What do you do? Who is that? Ismark grabs Irina and drags her in. As you see pure terror, terror and fear terror and fear in her face and I mean pure all blood everything just drains immediately from it but it's the devil the devil's throat 
Is that what you found our target? Yep. Yeah, but... You see a man get off the... Calmly stands tall, proud. It's hard to tell from down here. He may be a hundred foot away. Slightly longer. Looking up the hill towards him as he calmly walks towards the church. Can I try it? Yeah, it is. But what do you say? Is what you say? What do you do? If that's Strahd, we need to <coughs> put him down and end this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. If he's creating anything like the thing that those werewolves. He's walking towards the church. The he's on his own. He's by himself. Is yeah, there is someone on chance? top of the cart, on on top of his big, think Victorian style, pulled by six black horses, two, two, two. That's what we came here to and do. And a rider on the top, just looking ahead. Fire door. Let's um, go. I don't the dwarf is nowhere near you guys. Surprisingly, <laughs> I would literally go into the house, get my stuff, and. Start heading off. Does anyone walk up? If people want to yeah. follow me, they can. He's walking towards the church. Skirting round. I'm going out. Yep, you make your way. A little bit. As he steps over the threshold, you're about halfway up the hill. You see bright, bright light erupt from inside. As you see, it kind of hits this figure. In this well-dressed clothes with three-quarters cape. Goes round him. It's kind of like a red shimmer. At first it's quite thick. And then it gets a little bit dissipated. And then as you can see now. You look straight down. You can see the holy symbol. Is burning bright on fire within the church. You can see behind it. Hanging from the bell tower. Is the priest. This figure you're too far away at the moment to hear, just raises a finger, a twist of the wrist as the rope uncoils itself and actually drags the priest out like a snake, pulling him out of the church by his throat and drops him on the floor. Do you keep going up? Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. You get maybe three quarters of the way up this hill now and you can almost see He's clothing a bit better due to this light behind him, but he's backlit. Has anyone got a light in front of him? Got a dark room. Yeah, same. Yeah. He stands maybe five foot eleven. Um, handsome. Unnaturally handsome. His black hair sweeped back, lacquered down slightly. He has no facial hair, sideburns coming. You can see a sword lazily hanging at his side, no hand on it, his cape over one shoulder, very out-of-date fashion. Anyone who's been any of the cities would recognise. As he looks down to the priest. Twice now, you have hidden from me something that is mine. Twice now, you have tried to take something from me that is mine. Once more, priest. And he raises his hand. As the priest's body raises up. You've seen people do resurrect before. Mm. It's not normally the nicest thing in the world. But as this priest comes back to the land of the living. As this rope untangles it from his throat. He screams in anguish as it is forced back into him. Once more priest. And you shall have my full attention. 
as he kind of half looks over his shoulder towards you, as you can see him silhouetted now. Do you keep heading up the hill? Yes. As you start making your way up... Red's going to hold back slightly. I'm not. His wrist gently comes out. And you can see this backlight. Instead of his shadow stopping, it continues to come towards you. Give Everyone give me a perception, please. 14. 10. Two. I'm really not feeling it. 19. 19. You see it. You guys miss it. The driver turns and almost steps off. And this figure, who you have assumed is the prince or Strahd, just with his other hand, just a little, doesn't look round, just, and then the driver sits back down. As his shadow comes racing towards you, what do you do? How far away are we? About, uh, about 40 foot at the moment. Hmm. I'm gonna try and hit him with a firebolt, like come closer. You're gonna come closer? Yeah. Okay, you step in. Give me a roll to hit, please. Four. Is it a spell? Yes, it is. So you get a plus on that as well. It will be plus five, uh, so that'll be nine. Nine. So you invoke this spell. As you see it light up and fly towards, but it hits the stonework near this man. He doesn't move, he doesn't flinch. He's, you've not even got his eye contact yet. You've just got a wrist come towards you. <coughs> the rest of you see the fingers hit the shadow of this tiefling. And the fingers go straight through. And you see the shadow, the head falls off. And then the shadow just dissipates. And she no longer has a shadow. I haven't actually noticed this. <laughs> he turns round and just looks straight over you. Not acknowledged you, he's nothing to you. Tatiana. Is anyone still in the house? No. The dwarf? The dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf, the brother and sister, because we told him to bar the gate. Bar the door. Bar the door behind him. You don't hear a reply for a second, a heartbeat or two. As the door just opens. You see, trying to pull her back is the brother. But now, as if she was moving, her hair looks as if it's almost underwater. It's not moving at the right speed. It's not up, but how it sways and moves is not right for what's going on here. Tatiana. What do you do? I go help drag her back inside. Yeah, you run towards her. Um, I'll sacred flame the heart of the vampire. Yeah, give me a roll to hit. No, it's not a roll to hit. Oh, is it a oh, save, sorry. isn't it? No. What's the DC? Oh, you might have him. Yep, you got him. Give nice. me some damage. Okay, 1d8. Where's it? Which one's the D8 side? That one. That one. Uh, six. Nice. Again, you see, very similar to when he tried to go into the church, this kind of red shimmer around him. It hits that, doesn't get to him, but it does seem weaker than it was. 
as he just again, Tatiana. As you hear her voice come out now, but it's changed, it's different. If you look upon Irina, before she was attractive, but now she is beautiful. Yes, my lord, Sarovich. As he looks, just Strad. Yes, Strad. You can see a smile come across her face. His expression does not change. Come to me. As his hand comes out again, you see his shadow growing. Come to me. As she leans into his embrace. What do you do? I pull out one of my torches out of my pack. Yep. I cast presentation to light it. Yep. And I basically wave it in front of me. Trying to keep the shadow away? Trying to keep the shadow away. Get back in the house. Are you saying that to us? I'm saying that to everyone. What'd you do? Before I run back towards the house, I am going to entangle him. Yeah. Just bring, I don't think I have to roll for it either. It just no, says grasping roots and vines, just... So, you invoke it, and it would normally be vines, something fun like that. As you see this skeletal hand, and then another, is this 30 foot around him. Was it 20 or 30 feet? It is 20 foot. As they all lean up to grab onto him. As he doesn't even look towards them, but none of them touch him. Mm. Well, turn tail, back mm. to the house. Yep. As he looks. Come to me when you are ready, child. My love. As he walks... Your entangled hands actually support his feet as he then walks into... <laughs> Sneaky bastards. <laughs> as it <coughs> rides off. It's the... <laughs> inhumanly fast. And just like that, the spell on Irina or Tatiana is broken. And she looks to you, terrified with tears in her eyes. And that's where we'll leave it. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Strong.